0: once again to another episode of the Retro Reduct plus Sephora Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkning and any VR podcast networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Jelly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. I am your host, Nintendo, and with me, as always, are my gaming cohorts, Boss Rush Mode.
1: Warning, the characters featured in this game are specially trained sprites. Do not try these stunts at home.
0: Very good. Parasite Steve.
2: I'm the best there is at what I do. What I do comes with a side of rice. Rice is very tight.
0: 8-Bit Alchemy.
3: Oh, Gomez, I remember too, all those simply wonderful, dark, and devious nooks and crannies. How romantic. How oddly specific.
2: <laughs> so I don't need to know any of that, Morticia. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your
3: reward for... Beating the game.
2: <laughs> I don't want to hear it about any of Gomez's Gomez's nooks and or right. crannies.
3: Well, Screen- no, she just remembers it.
2: Screenshots <laughs> or it didn't happen.
3: Right?
1: Guys. Screenshots or GTFO. And <laughs> <laughs> bits or get the fuck out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. All right. and In this episode, we have a very special guest with us tonight, and that is... My very good friend Apic Glitch seventy nine.
4: How's oh, it
2: going guys? It's
0: going fantastic, man. Great, Thanks for coming on. It. Yes, is it's very good to have exciting. you
2: here. Yeah, welcome and, uh, aboard, man.
0: Yeah. So uh so uh maybe like three of you know that Apic Glitch and I are like, you know, YouTubers and uh, we're both bays. Uh <laughs> not for realsies, but you know. <laughs> Not, not Michael Bay's. Not not Michael Bay's. Right,
2: <laughs> for fake systems. I mean, I
0: mean, there is you no know, quite a bit of explosions when we're together.
3: I'm just saying. But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, what's real Bay in fake Bay? <laughs> yeah. Bay is right.
0: Bay. Bay is Bay. Bay for life. Um, bay today. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> right. Bay today. Bay tomorrow. Um, so epic glitch seventy nine. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your channel. All right. Uh, as
4: you mentioned, I am a YouTuber. My channel is big biglit 79 I do a lot of um, unboxings. I do uh, VGM unboxings. I'll be doing uh, soon some retro game treasure unboxings. That's a little mm-hmm. spoiler for people. Nice. Um, at least for for three months, give it a try. Um, I also do pick-up videos. I just did a lengthy one-hour pick-up video uh, a week ago. Uh, for all my pickups for August, that took a whole hour to get through. I went a little crazy. Yep.
2: You had a co-host <laughs> for that one, I believe, right? I had to hide all No, you know, no all not, the not that one. That wasn't that one. No.
4: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much my biggest focus. I'm looking to do, expand into some other things on the channel. Um, some more product reviews. I've done a couple, but I like to do some more on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have some ideas on how to get through some of my backlog of games and turn it into uh, content for the channel as well. Well, that's
3: a super fun idea. The backlog is always real, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, my God.
3: I, I just finally beat uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake last night. So now I'm like, okay, what's next on my backlog? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it just, you know, it takes so long to actually get to some of these, but that's awesome. Oh, I, be got good like, I got like uh, I, 50 games to go through. Awesome. I got backlogs
4: right. from like
1: 2005.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. I know I have PS2 games I still have never played and I probably right. never will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: like I, I either played, I either, when I buy the game, I either play it and beat it immediately or I never do.
2: Yeah Real. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Very
1: that's, rarely that's, like, hey, I remember that buying this. I should play it. And, like that happens so rarely nowadays. Yeah, well, I, always, I, I have
0: I have a few games where I just start and it's like, okay, I get a new game, let's try that out. And then it's like Yeah. That just keeps going. It's like you just and I just never go back to the other games. Just, gamer
4: gamer
1: uh, AD.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Right.
1: Yeah. I'm in the mood for this game, so I bought like you know, Ninja Savior recently and I played, played through that game. Then I went back to the Super Nintendo and beat Ninja uh, Warriors. And meanwhile, Nino Cooney 2 is like, hey, remember me from two years ago? Like, hey. (laughs) Play me!
3: The reality is that it's because games go on sale so damn often, and then you see them and go, I want to play that someday. Mm. I'm going to buy it now, but I'm not ready to play it now.
2: Yeah, so I did that with uh, recently, or maybe a couple months ago at this point, I guess the beginning of the summer. I did that uh, after we did our Ghostbusters episode. Um, I went online, and uh, in that episode, um, R8-Bit, was talking all about the game that came out in 2009 for the PS3. And this was a game that I was like actually kind of hotly anticipating when it came out. And I 100% planned on buying it and playing it and all the stuff. And I was like really excited for it. And then everybody liked it. And I'm like, oh, even better. I'm totally doing this. And I never did. And so after the episode aired, I, I you know, hopped on the channel because, you know, he mentioned that it was it was up there and you could buy it. Um, it was on sale. It was like, it's normally like a $35. It's like a remaster. It's normally like a $35 game or something like that, but it was on sale for like 60% off. I'm like, okay, yoink. Um, still haven't touched it. Oh, so yeah. I, <laughs> I, I will. My problem is I don't have a lot of game time anymore, and it's just all Red Dead 2 now. So it's like, I, I don't know. I'll probably be yeah. playing Red Dead 2 for six more years before I touch another game because I don't <laughs> like playing multiple games unless yeah. it's like a retro thing like i'll boot up the nintendo but if it's like a modern game or something
0: yeah uh, totally yeah like like modern like games now more are like time. at least 10 hours or more it's <laughs> like yep yeah yeah. Why, i mean that's why i love about the the retro games like you just go through it in one go you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about saving progress yada, yada 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 unless it's like a zelda type game mm-hmm
3: Right, and like indie games too, nowadays, for like, okay, I want something new, but something that's not going to take me 40 hours, and I've definitely found a lot of great indie games on like the Switch and stuff that have scratched that itch, where you're like, okay, cool. I was able to play through it in like four hours, and I really liked it, and, you know, that's it. Right. So, that works too. Right. Right.
0: All right. So, So, this episode is going to be all about uh, movies that had video game counterparts, and... License games. Li- lots of license games, right. So, as we know, license, license games, games suck. Licensed <laughs> games that, that don't suck. So, we're going to talk about like, the good ones. And uh, as we all know, licensed games tend to be garbage most of the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but the ones we're going to mention are not garbage at all. We so, feel, they're,
2: we feel but, they're worth your time. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, I'll go first. And I, I'm going to mention Gremlins 2, the new batch. Uh, that was a movie that came out in 1990. It's a sequel to Gremlins, as we all know. And this movie was, was a it? lot of fun. It, can, can you believe that? Yeah. Wait, Gremlins <laughs> 2 huh? is a sequel what to old Gremlins batch. 1? Oh, Gee, it's it the old, it's the it old batch, right. It's
3: actually the prequel to, to Gremlins 3. Oh
1: my yes. god. Yes, <laughs> yes, hilarious. yes. Gremlins, the accoutrement.
0: It's before, <laughs> it's, it's, it comes before 3, but after 1. Oh, yes. That it's makes a mindfuck, I know. Um <laughs> So yeah, so Gremlins Two was an awesome movie. Um, uh, Gizmo is no way cuter than uh, Baby Yoda. Bite me <laughs> on that. Um,
4: <laughs> G- Gremlins, uh, I mean Gizmo is
1: the OG Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's right. true. That's true. true. Totally. Basically, basically Baby Yoda with fur. They're they're not actually yep. that much different.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're right. so right. similar. Right, right. The formula works.
1: And
2: they're both kind of wrinkly, like you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, well,
0: well, we don't know if Gizmo's like really wrinkly with all that. Well, his part. face is. His face is lots. Of, face yeah, really he's like one part old yeah. man, one part like. Oh, maybe does, like his teddy bear stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so they came out with Gremlins Two: The New Batch for the NES by Sunsoft, and this game is, I want to say, loosely based on the movie. Um. Mostly because, like you know, you're walking around in like an office area with a bunch of hazards. Like, there's no hazards in the in the movie, really. Um, I I love this game so much. It has like amazing cutscenes. Yeah, the like, cutscenes
2: fi- that do yeah. follow the movie.
5: Yep, really oh, that's closely. true. That's
0: true. Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> I think the cutscenes are like way better than Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden. I think they're I both pretty it? awesome. They they are awesome, but I feel like in Gremlins Two, it's, it's done better.
1: I mean, the, the graphics the story, might be better, but I think gra- the story yes. is think mean, The story Ninja got in for a video game, I think, is like you know, there's it's like better. more. To, there's more to it. There yes. is more. to I mean, it. Definitely. yeah, right, for sure. I, yeah, I, I will concede that the graphics in Gremlins Two are better. Yeah, that, that's what I'm,
0: That's my I main. Yeah, but um, yeah. So this, this it's not a very long game. It's five five levels, uh, and each one has like uh, two stages, I believe, in each in each level um and you can upgrade your weapons you can collect uh, uh coins and you can go into like the hidden shops, and you, you can purchase like upgrades for your weapon
2: or your From mr. wing mr wing
0: and, and right you can buy a balloon so if you like if you fall fall into a pit the balloon will, will save you and you can like just travel for like a good 20 seconds i want to say and then go about your
2: merry way and uh because yeah, there's a lot of pit deaths. There's a lot of pit deaths. Mm, for sure. It's, it's a top down game. Did you say it was top no, down? No, I did not say that. Almost like um, a
0: Pocky and Rocky.
3: Yeah, or kind of like yeah. the original Zelda, but you could jump.
2: Right. Right. You could yeah. jump and,
0: and you can move in eight directions.
2: Graphics are so good overall, honestly. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, they're so good. Absolutely oh, fantastic. And, honestly, and the music like, and, is awesome, too.
2: And Gizmo's white stays on the right side. Yeah, or the left side. Yeah, what, right. It stays yeah, on the whatever, correct side. They don't mirror. Yeah, the, yeah, the they sprites don't Actually, they pay actually, attention
3: to that. Like yeah. the first
2: game I ever saw do that, and then like Super Metroid also did it with Samus's gun. Always yes. stayed on the on the correct arm. Yeah, but oh yeah. my god, nobody ever bothers paying attention to that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's those, those little things. Yeah, it's For a sure. very polished game.
5: Yeah,
0: absolutely, and uh, I love I love all the bosses too. They all look. Oh, Fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my crap. God. The
2: final boss is easily oh, one of my the God. best Nintendo graphics. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous.
0: Bad. For sure. Oh, my God. Spider-Man is,
2: like, fucking ridiculous. He's oh, so God. amazing.
0: So good. So freaking good. good. So, yeah. I highly recommend people playing this game if you haven't already. It's so goddamn good.
2: It's and it's not- challenging, but not, like, brutally – It's not a cakewalk, but, you know, it's – right. Doable. right
0: right it's a good enough challenge for sure yeah
2: and Upgradable the, the, weapons too that's fun yep yep
0: yep you can upgrade your weapons uh, i love uh i love the fact that in, in after every stage you get a new weapon and you can also upgrade that like you can like get the the bow and arrow like he has in the movie right the, I, yeah think, some of those awesome. are from the
2: movie those are cool yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> and uh i think that the final weapon he gets is um he, he gets like the, the fire spread with his with his bow and arrow
2: yeah, it's like a flaming uh, arrow. Yeah, or yeah. Because yeah. he does light it. Because he shoots matches in the movie at the very end. Because he makes yeah. a bow arrow out of a out of a paper clip, out of the weirdest looking paper clip I've ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right. So yeah, very good game. It also came out for the, the Game Boy, which apparently wasn't as good. It's more of a side scroller, but I've never actually played it. But I've never it actually played that. it
2: either. I, I'm not sure if I know what it even looks like.
3: Yeah, I've never seen it.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've never actually played it. But yeah, I might. That's... If I could just add the just about the
4: movie, a, a little remi- like a nostalgic memory about it is like it was one of the first movies that I saw that did the whole break the fourth wall thing. Yeah, and I was kind of like, "What the hell is going?"
5: On? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Are they
4: talking just, to me? Blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> like with the Hulk Hogan, <laughs> right? <and Peter> <laughs> interrupting <laughs> the movie. Yeah, that uh-huh. was just. It was just fantastic. It was almost at one point, I'm like, am I watching the Naked Gun movie? or?"
2: Right. <laughs> there were two versions of that scene too because in the movie theater, I think it was Hulk Hogan, but I think for the home video release, it was John Wayne. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. because, yep, totally. The VHS had its own version wow. of just that scene. I've never uh-huh. seen.
3: Uh,
2: so weird. I've never, I've never, seen, never seen the other seen one. Hogan. Yeah, I've never seen the movie in
3: theaters. I have no
2: idea. You know what's funny? I'm looking up... Uh, uh, footage of the Game Boy game and I 100% remember this. I do remember this. And you know what? Believe it or not, even though it's Game Boy, the white stays on the correct side. When he turns <laughs> around, it's a different, spot, a different sprite. Damn. Wow.
3: Sunsoft remembers. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> Aw,
2: That's just so cool. I, honestly, nice. uh, there's, th- this game looks fun and the, um, the cuts, I know we're talking about the NES one, but the cutscene graphic that I saw for the, for the Game Boy one was friggin' Intense. It was really good. I'll have, um, to,
0: I'll have to check it out. I've never. Looks pretty fun. It it, so I have no idea. Anyway. Anyways. Cool. So that's that was my first pick, and nice. we will now move on to our very special guest, hmm. Apexx79. Ooh, I
4: feel honored. Second. All right. Well, second uh, is the best,
0: as they say. <laughs> for my
4: first uh, pick in this category, I went with one I don't actually own. And it's uh, one I've been trying to to get, I guess, back because I only rented it back in the day. Uh, was True Lies on the Super Nintendo? Oh wow! I thought I loved that movie, and uh, I thought the game was—I thought personally it was fun because it's it's kind of the top-down run gun shooter, which I'm into those kind of games.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh
4: yeah. So it was—I thought it was pretty cool because it kind of does follow the movie in a sense with the stages. There's about nine stages, if I remember. And I know there was like the 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 hotel, um, the oil refinery. I think it was. Um, I don't know. They had like nine stages. They and they all fit the movies. So that I thought that was pretty good. And the the weapons. You start with like a, a gun that's unlimited, a handgun. But after fifteen shots, you have to reload. And you can get other weapons through the the course of the levels in the game, like an Uzi, and I think a flame flower or something. <clears throat> um so they kind of took a little bit of liberties because i don't remember a flamethrower in the movie to be yeah. honest but uh wow <laughs> uh, what was the other thing?
3: but there should have been one <laughs> yes there should. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah there was, a neat concept was like uh, the i remember the first level in the the hotel is that there's there's the bad guys and there's civilians and if you hit three civilians you have to start the level all over again so you okay. cut, and they always were in the way. It was such a pain,, in the ass. but I, I just remember that being such a pain. The, the only thing about the game that I thought was a pain was it, <clears throat> it seemed to program it just right so the civilians were always getting in your way. But it was a fun game, and I, I, I wanted to pick something pretty pretty obscure that somebody probably wouldn't even think of.:
0: Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You did it. yeah um, I've, I've never played it. A... I, mean, I knew it existed, but I just never played it. Yeah, I, in, I've, yeah I've the graphics seen, are great.
2: Yeah, I've never seen this game. I'm watching it in action right now, and uh, this, animation's awesome. Uh, like really good, actually. And uh, I, I noticed that, like, Nintendo,
4: he's because that's what I played, but it's on the Genesis as well.
2: I'm looking at the Super, Super Nintendo one
4: Genesis, uh, <clears throat> It's, it's the, I think it's basically the same game. It's just on Genesis. Mm. Then they released some handheld ones. I've never checked into like game. There's Game Boy and Game Gear versions, but I don't I have no clue what those are like. <clears throat> Right. There anything- was it
1: was it developed by Probe by chance? <laughs>
4: uh, no, it's a claim.
1: Well, they, they probably published it, but I'm like that's a as a tandem like uh, a probe no, and a it claim. No, it's
4: like beam, beam Software.
2: Oh, Beam. Okay.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Beam Software and published by a claim.
2: Okay. Uh, I it's I'm reading LJN uh, published. Yeah, I,
3: I see LJN on the Super Nintendo version. <clears> oh, <throat> that's what I see.
4: Oh, that's. I think a claim might have been the Mega, uh, the Mega Drive.
3: The Genesis version.
4: Genesis, yeah. My huh. bad.
3: What a weird, like you know, time period for a game to come out where it's able to be released on that many consoles. Yeah, right? I know, right? Like it's it came out right at the apex of like these you know multiple generations, and they're like, "Yep, put it on everything." Yeah. yeah the say, so for the Sega Genesis is kind
2: of a claim. Yeah. Yeah. It it weird.
4: By different. The same game published by
3: different—that's
2: um, so weird. yeah,
3: like developed so by different people. So it's not just like nowadays where you have like, oh, okay, we're going to come out with you know the new uh, you know Assassin's Creed on every system. It's like no, they had to make four different games
2: yeah. with four mm. different
3: companies in order for that to be on all these systems. Like man, that's that's
2: crazy. Yeah. The super right, two texting, lot
1: Better, yeah, probably too taxing for like one company to make like four different versions on four different sets of hardware totally
3: yeah yeah but also I mean, also that like was one of the cool things about retro games too is like you would end up where you know different consoles had the same game quote unquote but there were like superior versions which i always thought was
1: you know, or really at least fun. versions that had unique quirks to you know to that particular oh, right and, ma- and maybe yeah. you
3: like the graphics or the music better in one or the other but yeah that's just yeah. you don't really have that anymore right but i love it's all that. the same now yeah yeah that's awesome
0: yeah,
2: cool. Yeah, great pick.
0: Great pick. Absolutely,
3: yeah. definitely. Really yeah, good
0: pick.
4: I do. I I just looked it up here. Yeah, it does say publishers LJN and Acclaim Entertainment. They're
2: weird. That's, that's right. odd. I didn't that realize weird.
5: that.
2: Huh. Well, that hey.
5: one Learned neat little detail I'm um,
2: one neat little detail I'm seeing. Uh, there was like a scene where he was uh, he was in a restroom, and it must have been the first level. And there there are like guys waiting in the <laughs> in the shitter stalls. Yep. He's, like, <laughs> he's blowing away the shitter stalls with his uh his shotgun and uh it actually took a couple hits to get the door to like blow away but the when you hit it once it actually leaves holes like it kind of huh. looks like it would if you shot buckshot at it or so shot or something uh, look, just kind of cool, just like a little little detail, like we're saying with Gremlins too. Like sometimes that ma- matters. I don't know. Looks good. Right. Cool, yeah, yeah it's polished, I, haven't,
4: well. I haven't played it since I was a kid, so uh, you know, looking it back up again was bringing back a lot of memories and stuff. So now, now, now I got to get it.
5: Damn. Yeah, I, 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 to-
3: I totally want to get it now. You Got to keep your eyes out for that. Absolutely just lies.
0: True, true that. <laughs> All right, So moving on. Parasite Steven.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So do it. I have uh, I have picks. I have to you. PX. You got yeah. some picks. Can what you, are these <clears throat> picks? Can, can we see these picks? No, but I can tell you them. Oh, amazing! I has them, so I'll, I'll I'll give them to you. Uh, audib- Audily. Audily. <laughs> uh audibly, 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 <laughs> audibly. Um, my oh. first pick is uh, a game uh a game for the PS DOS called oh. Evil Dead Regeneration.
4: Oh, nice!
2: You mm, had amazing. *Evil Dead*. Yes, so this is the third *Evil Dead* game. Um, this was uh, developed by Cranky Pants Games. <laughs> published it have been by Fancy Pants. I know, <laughs> Cranky Pants. Published by THQ. It was released September 13th, 2005, for the PS2, the original Xbox, and Windows. Um, so there were two previous Evil Dead games, as I said to this one, um, but they weren't actually, it's not considered the same series. I guess the second is sort of a, f- a follow-up to the first, but this one's sort of a new number one. But there are three, so the first one is called Evil Dead Hail to the King. That came out in 2000 for the PS1. And then there was Evil Dead, my favorite title of the bunch. Evil Dead, A Fistful of Boomstick. Oh, and hell like yeah. 2003, and that was for the PS3 um i mean the ps2 excuse me um and then so this came out two years later um regeneration was very much um if not narrative wise it was a spiritual sequel to evil dead uh, fistful of boomstick it played similar it was like a hack and slash sort of action game third person and uh whereas the first one is more it was trying to be a more serious game with not a lot of humor at all and it was more like a um almost like a resident evil, but like all of the, yeah, like resident evil one where the, all of the lo- locations were like fixed camera, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that the first one? So it's like that it's fixed camera stuff. And um, I remember it being like very zoomed out. So the character and all the stuff was kind of small. Most of the time mm-hmm. in that first game, it, it wasn't super good, but it was an evil dead game. And in all three, the character of Ashley J. Williams is voiced by Bruce Campbell. So really, no matter what, I was there. Like, I'm going to enjoy it a little oh, bit. Oh, hell yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. But I
2: thought that both Hail to the King and Fistful, uh, excuse me, uh, Fistful Boomstick and Regeneration I thought were both really fun games. I, I really enjoyed both of them. But let's focus on Regeneration, which I thought was kind of eked out as the best, in my opinion. Um, it definitely refined some of the, the concepts of the second one and it definitely had better graphics. Uh, so it's, it's a you know, hack and slash game. It had light puzzle elements. Basically, in one hand, he's got his boomstick, in the other hand, he's got his chainsaw. So you kind of just like hack and slash. You're like, you know, I, I think it was the same button, or maybe it was two different attack buttons. I can't remember. But um, In the other ones, you had to worry about ammo. You had to worry about gas for the chainsaw. And this one, they just said, fuck it. It's evil dead. It's fun. It's goofy. Who gives a shit? Let's just wreck shit. And not worry about it. So it's don't worry about that anymore. It's everything's unlimited, which is fun, you know, when you don't have to worry about it. Right. Um, and uh, there was there was also like escort missions they added for this, and they were not great. But so some of the things they tried, and 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 you know, it was some was some was better, some some was not. Um, one of the things that's really cool that I loved that they added was something called a, it was it was called a rage meter. And um, as you attacked Deadites, the never-ending Deadites that came out of the ground in places, you um, fill up this rage meter. And when it's full, I don't remember if it was like you could activate it or if it was an automatic activation, but you turn into the evil ash from Evil Dead 2 when he gets possessed. Mm. Oh, cool. So not from Army of Darkness. Because this this game is like a big what-if scenario. This is actually an alternate sequel to evil dead two that's what it was supposed to be that's why it's okay. not following the previous games it's uh, e- uh army of darkness did not happen this is like an alternate universe where this happened instead of army of darkness oh, okay. um so he stays like in uh, i think it all happens around michigan which is where the first where the cabin actually is supposed to be it's supposed to be in the woods of michigan because that's where they legitimately filmed it so um I think, I think it was like Dearborn, Michigan as the fictional town or something like that. And I think in the mm-hmm. show, they changed it and it wasn't Dearborn, but it, was so, it sounded similar to Dearborn. So I think that, I don't know, they had that name. It must have come from show notes or something. It must have come from Sam Raimi's notes or some bullshit. I don't know. Um, the other main thing that they added to this game, um, is definitely, uh, one of the points of contention, probably the main point of contention. Uh, but it's also th- the big thing that they tried to do, which is they added this weird concept where Ash is constantly, um, at his side, he has this weird, uh, dwarf half deadite guy named Sam, Sam, get it? <laughs> who he was <laughs> named <for. laughs> Um, But there was like this evil doctor guy who was experimenting with the deadites and he ended up turning this, this uh, little person dude into a half deadite, which basically meant that uh, he had powers, but he wasn't taken over by the evil. So he was kind of like half his face was normal, just like two face and half of it was like zombie Uh and um, he could die and regenerate. So that's why it was regeneration. Uh, Um, so they sort of worked him into a lot of different things. Uh, so they wanted you to like use them for, uh, like certain doors, certain puzzles, but you could also use them in combat. So he was essentially your projectile. You had, I mean, you had, you did have like the boomstick, but even that the range wasn't that good, but you could kick Sam like onto a deadites face and he would rip off their head. (laughs) So it, (laughs) it was kind of fun and uh and stuff um the downside was so he was voiced by ted Rainey, so longtime collaborator brother of sam um but he just wasn't that funny like he, he it was a very very much a try hard character and they were really really trying to make him super crass and super funny and and uh really playing up the hopes that the more violent you were to him the funnier it would be and let's constantly keep killing him and then he comes back and you know beating him and kicking him and he just became this big punching bag and stuff and it's like okay well i'm not gonna say that they didn't have something there in the idea and they did implement him in a lot of ways that that worked Mm. but i don't know his banter was it got stale really fast and I like Ted Ramey, but in small doses, and I don't know. So, like, he was he was all right, but, like, definitely that is one of the things. Like, people will say, oh, fuck this game. Sam's super annoying. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you can get past him, he's not really that annoying. He, doesn't, he definitely did not come near breaking the game for me. I had uh, tons of fun with it, personally. But... Um, anyway uh yeah that's i think that's about all i have to say about that it was it was a fun game i definitely enjoyed the first uh well i should say the second one as well and i really felt like this was just a natural progression two years later it's like okay this feels like the other one they added stuff i like the rage gauge he looked awesome actually the graphics are i mean the cutscene graphics are not great but honestly the graphics in screen like i i like in-game graphics, the models are pretty good. I was watching a video of it today, and I was surprised at how decent it looked. Not amazing, but decent. And like yeah. Evil Ash looks fucking perfect. Like really cool. And we they,
3: they should remaster like the two games, yeah. or even just re-release them because totally. it's it. They are such neat, unique games that have just really been lost to time. You totally. know, and and like totally. there's you know with the show and everything, like there's a yeah. fan base. You know, yeah. I, I feel like. It would be worth doing
2: oh yeah bruce campbell brings a built-in you know fan base for sure oh exactly yeah for sure yeah um but uh definitely definitely fun so awesome evil dead uh you know regeneration and if you want Mm. check out a fistful of boomstick
1: the the over the overkill fan of me whenever i hear the word regeneration i want (laughs) to go (laughs)
2: regeneration You want to regenerate the right, regenerate the wrong, regenerate regenerate the weak, regenerate the the strong, (laughs) and the strong. Regenerate your
1: feelings. Regenerate too late. Regenerate the hope. Regenerate regenerate regenerate. Regenerate, regenerate. Yes, that
2: (laughs) all that. All
0: that. that, Yes. All right, that's awesome. I've never played any of those those games actually.
1: Um, All right, so uh, tell us what you've got. Boss Rush mode. Oh well, the first game I would like to talk about. Is a uh, Batman the Video Game for the Nintendo Entertainment System mm. uh, based on, mm-hmm. you know, the first Tim Burton Batman movie from 1989, mm. uh, and this game mm-hmm. was released in 1990, uh, developed and published by Sunsoft, and uh, this was a pretty fantastic game. It's got some uh, the, uh, favorable uh, ratings and stuff, and people tend to like this game a lot. Pretty tough game, especially in the later stages, but... Yeah. Uh, that's for know, sure. But, yeah, but uh, it's definitely a really awesome, awesome game, and you know, as as Batman, uh, like he's like some sort of weird purple version of Batman. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah right. uh, Hey, we not? had a we had a blue Godzilla.
1: True, we did. Yeah, yep. and and a purple Jason as well, like a, some sort of lavender <laughs> oh, <right. and> Jason. Yep, <laughs> yep.
0: That's right. right. And teal Jason. Right.
1: Yep. Yeah. Right. But, um. I just remember just loving like the wall jump mechanic in this game. it's it's so so oh my god, and it's 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 nice and fluid too. It's not like herky jerky. Like I know, like Strider for the NES had some sort of like wall jump mechanic, but it was really clunky.
3: Didn't work that well. uh, Yeah, yeah, but
1: but, uh, the one in Batman, it it was smooth as silk. Oh man, and you could like traverse. Obviously, you know, use uh, strategic like placement in the wall and stuff like that, and get yourself to other spots. Uh, yeah, I and mean, you'd have, like, uh, he had, like, three like uh, main weapons. I don't think you could get any more weapons. but you No, you just get, get the, the three. Yeah, and you would just collect ammo, and it was basically just ammo for, like, all all of them, I guess. I, mean, yeah. I think they all had their separate ammo amounts, but you'd collect you know, icons during the course of the game. It would just, you know, I guess give a certain amount to each one of them. It was, like, you know, like a boomerang, which is the one I ended up using the most. It wasn't, like, it didn't go all the way across the screen. It had kind of a limited range, but it came back, and it would hit enemies multiple times if you get it. Right at the apex of like you know how far it would go and you know and come back you'd get you'd you know, be able to hit the enemy like two or three times right with each boomerang, so that was pretty cool and uh then you had like this other like a a gun that shot like a and I think it had some slight uh homing capability with what the uh, the uh the bullets or missile whatever you, you, you shot and then there was like a another weapon where you'd shoot it would go. Uh, maybe a third of the way to the screen split into three and then go the rest of the way to the screen as three projectiles yeah which was neat yep. in theory but i rarely ever use it because it used the most like you know bat ammo yeah and it was just yeah and it was just really kind of clunky. Yeah. <laughs> clunky to use right. but overall i thought it was a really great game It had some pretty yes. good graphics some great animation and like a well, lot like joe mentioned with uh, gremlins 2 like the cutscenes had some pretty awesome graphics oh, obviously yeah. you know um you know, following the aesthetic of the movie, you know Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson and all that stuff. You know the the Tim yeah. Burton Batmobile and all that stuff. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, that's... And, and the music too. The music is oh remarkable. yeah, the music by Nobu
1: uh, yeah. yeah. cool. Kadaka. He was a uh, amazing composer for Sunsoft games, which I believe he also did Gremlins too. Oh. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. makes sense? sense. Yep. Yeah.
2: I, one of the yeah. things with this game is like, even though the palettes were kind of non-realistic, I I love the colors in this game. Oh okay. yeah, I've, I've always said this. I love how much red they use in the backgrounds. Like you'll mm-hmm. have a, a a stage that's like this industrial factory or something, and all the walls are just red. It would have been so easy to just make them gray, yeah, but the right. red looks so much more interesting. It's so yeah. Cool. Yeah, they brought
4: uh, that nice dark comic book Tim Burton like feel to it i thought with those yeah you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: yeah
2: yeah it it really had like a lot of polish i think uh the both of the 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 controls and also the graphics i mean they were the thing is like i booted up that game for the very first time back in the day and i'm like wow he's so small i wish he was bigger right it's one of those things it's like you know what though it sort of just works because like, so much of it is traversing the environment and you have to use the the wall jump so much. You really have to master it, which isn't really a hard thing to do because it just works right. It works mm, right, uh, Yeah. But I think that this game is a really good example of a Nintendo hard game that is totally doable if you stick with it, except yep. I f- personally feel the only bullshit part for me that is just – over the line is the final boss. I think yeah. the final boss is horseshit. I, 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 I think it's just a big fuck you. I, 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 I do not like when things are that hard for the wrong reasons. They make yeah. you fight the whole... You have to beat the whole fucking level again and yeah. you have to fight two bosses. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah,
1: there's two bosses at the end. And, and
2: the first boss is, you know, not super e- easy but doable, but the Joker is just absurd. Basically, yeah. the only way you can kill him is you have to constantly do this pattern of walking back and forth, ducking and punching his feet. And it's like, you got to do it perfect. It doesn't always work. Sometimes he hits you anyway. And he just, he just fucking blasts you with lightning from the, the sky. Lightning. What is that? Yeah. This is the like, Joker. What is, he, what is that bullshit? They like turn yeah. him into Zeus, for God's sake. What <laughs> the, <he's> like, <laughs> <Right>. I shouldn't <laughs> have to do this.
1: Right. And the Joker's like twice your size. Yeah, yeah he's
2: twice your size.
1: Makes no daughter. sense. It <laughs> just pisses me off.
2: I, I mean, yeah. it's like, if you want it to be that hard, fine. Make it like a special thing that from now on, I continue at the, ba- at the last guy then.
1: Cause fuck. Right. You. Like the, the second to last boss, you've already vanquished. So you can go to the, the last. And, and the, the level. Final boss.
2: The yeah. level. Like I went through that game. I was hell bent. Like only maybe two years ago to right. be- beat it for real. I was hell fucking bent to do it. And I was playing it on the Nintendo mini. Uh, and uh, the Nintendo Classic, and um, I I was like, no, I'm I'm I'll save it if I'm gonna like walk away, but I'm going to actually go through this game and not cheese out, not save and load, and it got to I got through the whole game like that, and I was able to do it, and yeah, maybe it took me a while to beat certain levels, and the second to last levels boss is also pretty tough, but I also did him, but when it got to the Joker, I'm like. I have beaten this fucking level like 35 times. Fuck oh. this. I'm not oh, shit. I'm not doing it again. Like, fuck <laughs> right. it. I, I don't even get hit anymore. Like, I can do the whole level without getting hit every time. It's just a slog to do it. Yeah. Like, right. yep. like so I saved at the boss, basically, and it was just a matter of, like, still, I just, I just had to hail Mary it, and, like, eventually yeah. I was able to do it. But, oh, right. my God. Other than that, though, I feel like it's almost a perfect game. Yeah.
1: Like, right. I yeah. Really yeah. yeah it, it, it. it does. Yeah, it does suck when a game is so awesome. And it's like, okay, you can beat this game, kind of, but then you get to the last level. It just becomes like a war of attrition. It's like, oh, do I just give up after, like, so many failed attempts or – just keep fucking going it's
3: right Right. and it's like it's so fun to play through most of it but it is frustrating you just can't cinch that last like 10 percent of the game right and up to that
2: point it it just feels like okay i get it i get it i can stick with this it's fair but it's hard but it's fair and and just i just feel like the joker is the only part that's bullshit yeah but Anyway, I agree with that. But I think it's an awesome game. I fucking love it. It is. It's one of my my top... uh, It's definitely in my top, like, 20 NES games for sure. Right.
0: Nice. Upper echelon. Nice. All right. 8-bit alchemy. Give us your what's pick. up? What's up? What's
5: up, boy?
3: What's up, boy? Uh, so, so I want to talk about uh, a game for the Super Nintendo and many other systems. Uh, my quote from earlier: the Adams Family game.
5: Yeah. Uh,
3: which was developed by Ocean Software, notorious for making games that were not good. And uh, and actually, a lot of people would consider the Adams Family to also be one of those not good games. <laughs> uh, but I just I love this game. And I honestly think that it's one of those games that you just kind of get good at and you get a feel for how it controls. And I found it yeah. to be wicked fun. And, you know, essentially you play, you play as Gomez Adams and you have like a completely open world to It's like the explore. happiest main character ever. Oh my god, when he jumps, he's such a cheese bucket. And when he, like he's like standing there, he like taps his foot and like like looks at the screen like for you to like hit a button, but he's just smiling like a fucking maniac the whole time. And it's like, dude, your whole family's missing. Why are you so happy? <laughs> what the hell he's happy because it's his
0: alone time now
3: (laughs) (laughs) he's like finally i get me time Um, so so it is really pretty unique as far as a lot of platformers go um and and that's one of the things i think really stands out for me is that you don't have you know level one two three you have you know this whole adams family mansion you have the exterior of the mansion that you can essentially go to and and play through in any order there's no upgrades that are stopping you from going from one place or another. Um, you just have to rescue all of the members of your family, and then you can finally tackle the last, the last level and fight the last boss. But you know, you, it starts you basically outside of the front door, and you know, your instinct is to walk over and enter the mansion and you can explore. There's, like, you know, the the refrigerator, like, the kitchen area, and it's all icy. And, and then you, like, go through, like, you know, cold area because the fridge, and then hot area because the oven. Then there's, like, the conservatory, and it's all outdoor, like, in the gardens and stuff. And there's just, like, a variety of neat um, areas to, to play through. And, you know, it, it essentially plays like a Mario game, except the controls are just slippery. Like, yeah, like yeah. ever so slightly enough that it's like you can you can deal with it but it sucks like you know it sucks but it's not game breaking and uh, and you you know you have some different upgrades like you can get a, a sword like a, a rapier that you can use to like fence with and uh, for some reason I always thought it was really weird but if you like if you stabbed the sword and just held the button down it would like rapidly trigger the sound effect over and over again like it was <laughs> yep, just okay. this weird like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why does it keep doing that? And uh, and then the other upgrade that you could get was like a ping pong ball, and you would yep. just like whip ping pong balls that would bounce around. And you know, essentially the firepower up for Mario. Um, but honestly, I I think that the game is is seriously fun. I played the Super Nintendo version. It came out on the Master System. It came out on the Genesis, the Amiga, the Atari ST, which I don't even know what that is. Uh, but it essentially, looked the same on all the platforms, but the Super Nintendo version had like the best, uh, the best colors and the best, you know, music. I would say, um, but yeah, like it, it is super fun because even if you can't beat one level, you can try and find one that you can beat. You know, similar to like a Mega Man kind of thing. But uh, the other thing is, every time you beat an area and rescued somebody, you would get a password. You know, back when games didn't save and had passwords, uh, you know, it's like a little step further than Nintendo. Like okay there's not no saving, um, but yeah, the passwords definitely made it more doable because eventually you'll you'll rescue one person and then you can keep going from there but uh yeah, honestly it, it it's a game that I remember super fondly, and i I just I like the music a lot, I like everything you know about it. It just is really devious with the level design, and the control is not good but I still right. really like it. I still think it's worth mentioning. And it's just one of those weird license games that I'll always remember and be like, you know, that stupid Adams family game was actually a lot of fun. And I played yeah. way more of that as a kid than I would have ever thought, you know, I would I would play out of a licensed, you know, movie tie in yeah. game because mm-hmm. the box art was, you know, totally like the 1991 movie with the cast and everything like it wasn't yeah. based on the show. It was totally a, a tie in for the movie. And yeah, I mean, you know, I I think that it was uh it was definitely fun and it spawned a couple of other spin-offs and sequels and obviously you had the uh Fester's Quest on the NES beforehand. So, for some reason Adams family had its day for a little while with video games. Yeah. I mean, there yeah, was it like the Pugsley's scavenger hunt, and then yeah, uh, yep. there was the Adams Family Values game, which was like a top-down game, more similar to your Gremlins 2, but you played as Fester and you shot lightning. And I always felt like I should love that game, but I never really played it that much to to yeah. be able to. Like I I remember just thinking it wasn't that fun, but I don't remember yeah. why I thought that. I just I remember I rented it enough times. That I was like, I don't think I like this game that much. Well, that's because but I- you
1: get to the bonus uh, Gomez's nook and cranny room. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Ooh. Mm.
3: Oh, morticia. And the floor, mm. and and
1: like the and the you know, the environment was all slippery because of morticia's whap, 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 <laughs> whap, 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 <laughs> whap.
5: Anywho. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
3: also, another weird thing that this game did—the uh, Super Nintendo one—is every single. Uh, area in the game, like even every single screen had a name. Like at mm. the top of the screen, there was a little box that told you the name of the room that you were in, and, and it wasn't just like oh, you know, the garden. It's like ooh, the long garden, the conservatory, the music room. You know, it's like they uh, for some reason they put in like this extra layer of effort for for nobody to really give a shit about of not designing
1: them. the levels, just naming them.
3: Yeah. I mean, the levels, <laughs> the levels were cool on their own too. I mean, yeah. some of them were just dickish because they're like, you know, yeah. really challenging. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just like a weird thing I've never seen another game do. It's like, oh, we're going to put the name of every room on top of the screen all the time. Mm. Like, it's always there. <laughs> Don't right. forget where you're at. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it's one of those games that's cheap as hell like if if you're yeah. a collector for that system like you can pick up a copy of this for a dollar. In fact, someone might pay you a dollar to take it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that's I'll take, right. that I'll
1: take that <laughs> for a dollar. I'll take that for a dollar,
0: right? I'll give this to you for a dollar. <laughs> nice. All right, so uh I will mention my second pick and please, round please. 2, round two. 2.
2: Yes. Right, round 2. Talk <laughs> <laughs> all right so my second pick
0: my second pick is batman returns for the super nintendo
2: oh yes oh what Such, a topical choice
0: oh uh, i know right um of course i had to throw in a konami game in there
2: oh of course because right, i just you're love konami, konami whore game.
0: i am absolutely because you're Nami. <laughs> that's that's right that's right Some call um, you that that's right I'll change. I'll change my channel name to to Jornami. They'll sue you. And just talk about all things, <laughs> Um, Yeah. So, uh, Batman Returns for the Super Nintendo is such an amazing game. The, the graphics, uh, the the music, the controls. Everything about this game is is awesome. This is a uh, it's a game from Konami. It's a it's a beat 'em up game slash side scroller slash racer I guess I don't know if you want to call it a racer there's a stage where you drive around the, the Batmobile kind of like uh, Rad Racer or something mm-hmm. except you get to shoot uh, shit hmm. and I don't know I just, it was like Mock Rider or, yeah. mock, or mock Rider dun, 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 there you go dun, Mock Riders dun, dun, that's dun, dun, even better I love one of my favorite things to do in this game is you know, when you pick up like you can pick up two enemies at once One pick up one enemy on each hand and you can, like... Dual-wielding, dual Dual-wielding. Dual-wielding. And you can, like, just smack them together. You can hear this really satisfying crunch. It's like, you're crushing yeah. their heads together. It's just so, so awesome. You can pick <sighs> them up. You can throw them up against a wall if you want to or slam to the ground. You also have, like, your, your batterings, which uh, stuns enemies if you're in the, the beat-em-up areas. Um, when it turns into the side-scrolling areas, it, you primarily just use the battering. I don't know why they decided to do that, but I don't know. It kind of worked. Um, Batman doesn't
1: kill, but he'll leave you in a vegetative state. That's right. (laughs) And he won't eat you because he's a fruit bat. That's right. (laughs)
0: Um, And he also has his grappling hook, which is pretty cool. Um, And he has test tubes that he uses as bombs. Uh Which is, I don't know why they call it test tubes. I don't know. They should have just called it like a bat bomb or something, but test tube. Bat bomb. (laughs) Bat bomber. (laughs) <laughs> Bad bamboo. <Bumble. laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a, an amazing game. The, the cutscenes again are just spot on with the movie. It's so freaking
2: good. It really does follow the movie very well. And very, very well. The yes. Fucking soundtrack's amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean this, this whole game is awesome. I, I wish I I had it, um, but it is a game that I'm currently looking for. That's mm. not over forty dollars.
2: <laughs> I did. I do remember actually, buying this like when it first, first, first came out. I was like waiting for it to come out, and I did have it for a long time. But it got to that point where you know, because I wasn't really collecting. You know, obviously that was just when stuff was out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I felt like I had beaten it so many fucking times that I would probably was done with it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I've never, yeah. never actually played this, so I might have to check this out. It's- oh, I haven't either. It's awesome. It
0: is so goddamn good. I, I highly recommend it. What, like, kind of like you
4: hinted on and mentioned the beat 'em ups are so great in this game. What makes a great beat 'em up is when you throw a punch, you feel like you're throwing a yes. punch. You know Yes. Yeah. mean? Like you feel the impacts, even though yeah. it's a you know a 16-bit side scroller. It you just feel the you feel like you're in the fight. You know that. that yeah. Moment. You know, some of those weak, weak um, beat-em-ups where you're just kind of like, uh, you're just not feeling it, you know? Right. Yeah. One d- definitely does it with the sound effects and just what you can do.
2: Yeah, and it's right. it's kind of slower, almost like Ninja Warriors is. So it's, I right. think that sort of helps with that feel that it's like every hit's really devastating. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Whack! Right, right. I mean, like like with, with Final Fight, I kind of feel like when you're hitting the enemy, you don't get that satisfaction at least i don't but with batman returns like yeah like you said a uh epic glitch you really feel it and so satisfying just getting that one hit in it's like yes i felt awesome i want to keep doing it because you know i like my
2: (laughs) what are we talking about again yeah
0: (laughs) yes yes we're just talking about yes this whole time that's
1: that's debating i don't know
0: yes yes (laughs) Alright, so that's that's my in second Nintendo.
1: Pick.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Of course. Of course. So yeah. That's my second pick. And awesome pick. we will now move on to Ape Glitch seventy nine.
4: Alright. So um since I'm the guest, I think I can get away with this, but I kinda cheated and I got two as my second because honey, they kinda go hand in hand. Honey,
0: you can get away with anything with me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so uh two these games. I mean, they really made you feel like you're playing in the movie, and that, to me at least. And that was the Lord of the Rings Two Towers and Return of the King, the hack and slash games.
5: Mm-hmm. I played them yeah. on
4: the Xbox, but they came out on the GameCube and the PS2 as well.
0: Yeah, I think I, I have it or had it on the, the GameCube. Yeah, the, I just
4: loved it because it's like they got the, the real footage of the movie. So it's real cutscenes, and they... You kind of follow... What was funny is it's it's just two. It's the two towers and the Return of the King. But in the two towers, you actually play scenes from The Fellowship because an earlier game came out for The Fellowship, which wasn't a hack and slash, and by another company. So when EA and... Um, who, who else was on this? EA and... Uh, I think it was just EA. And I think some other studios, like Stormfront Studios or something, when they got the rights to do this, they were like, screw that, we want to... We wanna scenes from the fellowship so they kind of crammed the fellowship into the uh the, the two towers as well and uh you got to play like all the awesome fight all the scenes all the war scenes all the fight scenes and it just it was just great cuz you it was like interacting with the movie at least for me it was like really cool i remember um uh in the movie I, i'm having a brain fart where they're up on the wall and the, they're putting up the, the orcs are putting up the ladders to climb up on the wall Deep, yeah that scene, because you had to keep kicking the ladders down while you're fighting and the ones. Yes. that Yes, remember, this, remember
3: this yeah. from the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really mm-hmm. cool. That was
4: that was an awesome scene, and and what's cool is the um the first one's only one player, but then when they came out the next year with the Return of the King, they added the co-op, the two-player mode. So that was cool to be able to actually play along with somebody else, you know, and as, and you could play as more characters. So I think in the first one it was just um, three, Aragon or something. A- Aragon, Legolas, and Gimli. And then the other one, just like nine different characters or something you can play as. Like Gandalf, Aragon, Legolas. I'm looking at the back here. Gimli, Sam, Frodo. Yeah. So, I, w- I don't know. They were just really cool. They had all the voices, you know, the music from the movie, everything. So, it was like top-notch in my book. Yeah. I, and I love the hack and slash stuff. It's like... No, they, yeah. they did a lot of Lord of the Rings, like, RPG-type games and like and stuff like that. And that's all great and fun stuff. Yeah, I, I, saw, like, I, I get in when... there and sh- fuck shit up. You know what I mean?
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Tim, what and was it... that one that I had? Was it, like...
3: So, it was uh, Lord of the Rings The Third Age. Okay.
2: Yeah, I have that one,
3: too. And, and that that game is actually, like... Not only a great license game, but also for people who like, like turn-based RPGs. I know, ApecGlitch, you were saying that's, like, that's not as much of your favorite genre, and, and like the hack-and-slash ones were awesome, but The Third Age was a fucking great turn-based RPG. I oh, mean, I could not like a, believe that EA made that. It was EA like a
2: sidequel. It like happened at the same time as the main characters, but it you was were like, like a
3: Lion King one and a half. And it's a- like it, <laughs> yeah. it's the alternate like story going on congruently to the movie, but you don't know any of these people. Uh, and right. the graphics kicked ass. And yeah, that game that game did rock. I forgot about that game.
2: I never played it. I remember the balrog fight was the most amazing thing oh I thought. god i thought i yes. was like i was floored at the graphic of the graphics like, i don't know get if it better you're like you're like
3: this, this is the best graphics that, yeah.
1: like, Wow! like it
3: barred got
1: so much cooler since street fighter 2
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely nice.
0: nice so parasite steven give yes, us your sir. second pick my
2: second yeah, is it. Uh, uh, it is a game I like to call X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ooh, um, rock on, rock on. Yep. This is, uh, you know, there are obviously plenty of Marvel games that have come out over the years. There's tons of movie games, tons of just comic book ones, tons of random ones, all this stuff. Um, my favorite of all Marvel games is, is definitely uh, like x-men legends 2 and marvel ultimate alliance 1 uh and this is probably my number three um i haven't played the new avengers game for ps4 but um except for that i played a lot of them not all of them but this is actually a remarkably fun fucking game that just just plays really well it looks pretty good even today it looks pretty good and uh, like, again, I was watching some video of it and I haven't played it in years, but this was developed by Raven Software and published by Activision, um, released on May 1st, 2009 for the PS3, Xbox 360, Windows, Wii, PlayStation 2, Nintendo DS, and PSP. But supposedly the PS3 version is the best and the Wii one is utter garbage. Uh, so don't play mm. it for
5: the Wii.
2: Uh, overall, it's, we're talking about a third person uh, hack and slash action adventure game. Um, what I really liked about it was that, um, the fighting is, it's so funny because it got pretty decent reviews, like mostly in the sevens, sort of seven out of 10 sort of range, which I think is completely appropriate. Yeah. I wouldn't give, I wouldn't call this like, you know, an eight or a nine. It's not a perfect game, but you know, it's a, it's a serviceable, very fun hack and slash. And one of the main things that people complained about was that it was uh, too short, and then it was repetitive. It's like, that's every fucking beat-em-up ever. So, <laughs> what? Maybe anyway, I just right. don't like beat-em-ups. Right. It's, I hate when right. the comments are like that.
3: It's like, you like, know, the, this game is just not for you. It's, Why, it's a it's great me, it's version. Insane. Yeah, it's a great game in that genre. If you don't like right. that genre, then what are you doing here?
2: Right. It's like right. me, you know, you know, reviewing a country album. And I'm like, well, I don't like how it's not heavy metal. yeah i really am just bummed
3: that this is a country album like
2: like, what the fuck are you doing reviewing this like i I just i just hate it but anyway um honestly the the controls i remember being very responsive that things just worked like they were supposed to there were fun uh mechanics you could throw enemies and boy did they go far and there was this (laughs) thing uh actually what it reminded me of uh was a game that came out uh i feel like pretty close to this one but before it was legacy of Cain defiance and okay. in that game um you could take enemies and throw them onto certain parts of the levels where there would be like spikes or there would be a skull mounted on the wall with horns or something like that um and it was really weird and glitchy and didn't work that well it was okay it was like okay mm. but you could not- do that a little bit in Soul Reaver as well but it was kind of clunky. Okay, yeah. See, it was like they were trying to figure it out. In Wolverine it just worked. Like yeah. the game understood that there was something over there that you would be aiming for and it would sort of magnetize it and yeah. it just always felt right. It always felt like okay, well that's the direction I obviously I want that thing over there, that spike that's or that iron girder that's sticking out and the game was like, "Oh, oh, you want the iron girder." obviously we're going to just make the enemy go right onto it and be a one hit kill. So that was really fun. And uh, also there was this really awesome like pounce mechanic. And uh, basically you could like, like target on an enemy that was far away because obviously you're Wolverine. So it's all close quarters combat, but this really made it feel so different. And you could just leap onto... You could target somebody and leap onto them. And he would leap on, like, claws first, land right on the chest. And you get, like, that first really, like, devastating opening hit. And that allowed you to, like, keep comboing. And a lot of it was, like, juggling the enemies. So you're, you're not, like... This isn't a game where, like, the other enemies just stand patiently by and wait for you to be done with the current guy you're fighting. Mm -hmm. right like they they will attack you from all sides so you have to like manage all the people around you and some of them have guns so using the pounce mechanic was friggin' key because you could like you know all of a sudden you're getting shot by some guy who just came in the room that you didn't see you turn around and you pounce on him take care of him and it was just really friggin' fun i love this game uh there were some upgradable uh parts to the character i don't remember i I think he had stats um i think that's pretty much all it was i I know you leveled up and i do remember that there were three unlockable costumes which was incredibly fun because this was in the movie verse um you know it took place you know it was supposed to be the movie of wolverine x-men origins wolverine and um it, it didn't follow the story of that movie exactly, but there were parts that weaved in and out. It was supposed to be like definitely in that same world, but you know, this was just an adventure that was another adventure he had or something like that. And, um, it was, it definitely worked. There was, there was a lot of characters that were from that movie that were in the game. Uh, some of them were actually voiced by the same actors, including Hugh Jackman, which was Wolverine, which was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And, um, He actually ended up winning like a Spike TV award or something um, for uh, the game, won best cast, um, I think in 2009. Yeah. And also, Hugh Jackman won best performance by a human male. (laughs) (laughs) Human
0: <laughs> a human male a yeah, human
2: male <laughs> for wolverine which is crazy because this game was not an award-winning game so it's cool that they at least re- you know recognized it. Right. As apparently it so was like, an award-winning game it was it was but not for gameplay but hey you know that's really cool and also leave schreiber was also in it as as Sabertooth. and cool. uh, i think the only other actor from the movie was uh will i am played john wraith yeah. oh yeah the movie and he was in it but uh everybody else was just uh you know like your typical cast, like Nolan North and Fred Taschiore and just people you see all the time. Voice actors. And, and Yeah, voice actor type people. But those 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 three were from the movie, so that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, Troy I Baker. mean... Baker. What's that?
1: Yeah, Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Baker. Who, 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 like, who, who literally has like, I'm not even exaggerating, he's voiced like 95% of every video game character since 2010. <laughs> probably exaggeration. Yeah, he's probably in it. True. I don't
2: know. But don't look it up. It's completely true.
1: It's true. <laughs> just, just
2: say your word. Don't fact check me. Just know um, I'm right. So anyway, uh, I would say that if you like uh, if you like you know, X-Men, if you like Marvel, if you're into comic book games but think most of them suck, this one's actually uh, weirdly just super fun. There's plenty of other Wolverine games that have come out over the years, plenty, and they are, in my opinion, all terrible you know, a couple for Nintendo, or there's one for Nintendo at least. There's like a Sega Genesis one. I think there's a Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, like Adamantium Rage. There's various that have come out over the years. And there was even like one before this that I think was a PS2 that was just sort of based on comics or something like that. And they're always terrible. This game, for some friggin' reason, is just just so fun to play. And uh, and I, like I was, oh yeah, the, the costumes you unlock were comic costumes. So he just looks like, you know, Uh, Hugh Jackman in his white tank top in jeans. Not really an interesting look for Wolverine, but hey, that's how he looked. Um, But you can actually put on the comic costume. So there was like the blue and yellow, the brown and yellow, and my favorite, the X Force black and silver. So with the red. So what you're
1: saying is that this game is a Hugh Jackman dress em up.
2: Yes. Which
5: is <laughs> the I am to get it. <laughs> I am end. all over this. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: one final thought: uh, the cutscenes in this game are really freaking great, and they were done by Blur Studio, who actually also worked with Raven on X Men Legends uh-huh. Two: Rise of Apocalypse and Marvel Ultimate Alliance One. Um, they, which I, I didn't realize it was the same company that did the. The cutscenes, but it makes sense because I always remembered the cutscenes from those two games specifically being just incredible. At the time, I thought they were the best cutscenes I had ever seen in any video game. Um, they really are worth just looking up on YouTube. They're so freaking great. And the intro to to this Wolverine game is so goddamn good. To this day, like I still think it's maybe the best Wolverine thing I've ever seen. And I don't mean that the graphics are that good they are good but just the choreographed action the way he goes through these freaking guys is so unfiltered so bloody so violent just absolutely wolverine at his not nicest like holy shit (laughs) like he stabs a guy's head through a brick wall the guy, like, he's like, is there somebody over there? And he, like, puts his ear to the wall, and claws just explode from his skull and bang off the wall. Like, it's just awesome. It's like, yep, that's what Wolverine would do. He would do all this shit because he's a fucking badass. That's why. <laughs> um, so, there you go. There's uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. I have always dearly liked this. Well, really loved this game. I always thought it was a really, really fun game. It is, it is on the short side, though. You know, so you're not going to be playing this for that long. But I think that's also kind of good because how can you complain that it's too short and repetitive? Right. If it was longer, it would be more repetitive. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Right. I felt like it was a good length. It was the right length for what it, what it was. And it's just a game you, you play through, you have fun with just like any beat em up anyway. Yeah. Good stuff. Nice. Very, very good. All
0: right. Boss rush mode. Give us your final pick.
1: My final pick
2: of my entire
1: life. Up until, or, or at least for the next hour or so. Wait, wait, is it a base uh, pick?
2: I know it is. It's a base pick. It's not a base pick. It's not a guitar <laughs> pick.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, it's a Super Nintendo game called Judge Dredd based on the 1995 movie starring Sylvester Stallone. And uh, this was developed by Probe Software. Uh, no, d- developed by Probe Software, published by Acclaim. Uh, as I said, it came out in 1995, pretty much the same year as the movie, so it was kind of like, you know, hit, you know, one-two punch, hit you with the movie, hit you with the games, and uh, also came out for the Sega Genesis, the Game Gear, and the Game Boy. Now, I've never played either of the handheld versions, but I did play the Genesis version, like, back in the day, close to when this game initially came out. And I remember actually beating it and going through it, and a pretty tough game. But I'll be talking more about the Super Nintendo version, because that's the one I more recently played through, like, uh, within, like, the last few days. kind of prepped for the episode. And I will say, like, the, the graphics are... Pretty similar, but you know the edge goes to Super Nintendo. The music is a lot better on Super Nintendo than it is on the Genesis. The music Mm -hmm. on the Genesis, I mean, it's the same compositions, but like, oh, just the sound of it is just not good on the Genesis at all. And like the sound effects are like, you get the classic like, freaking sound effects on the Genesis. Oh my! (laughs) Classic Genesis sounds. What even is that noise? What the hell? <laughs> but um, I think the sound is actually really good on the Super Nintendo. There, yeah, the composer is Andy Brock, and I. Now it's not it's not a top tier soundtrack, but the music is pretty solid. It's very moody. It's fitting. It's atmospheric. It's uh, you know, you know, the world of Judge Dread is you know dark and gritty, and I guess like uh, you know, most of the, the levels, like two thirds of the levels, are like digitized uh, imagery from the the movie sets, and the other huh. third are like taken from like you know comics, like images from comics or something. So I thought that was okay. pretty neat. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it's a 2d action platformer with some, uh, I don't want to say puzzle elements, but it's more like, you know, hunting things down. Cause your objectives kind of range from like, okay, you have to kill like these specific enemies or you have to like find these computer terminals and you have to like, you know, close, you know, certain, you know, things down or whatever. It's, it's kind of varies here and there, but the, um, this game actually seems kind of long because I was like I was playing it on the Super Nintendo um, Classic with you know some extra ROMs thrown on there, and uh, I was I use cheat codes I use save states because I I suck and I don't care, <laughs> uh, but even at the at the end of it I was like you now the time like it gives you like a little time on your save state it's like three and a half hours. Like, oh dude, wow! That's I mean the long. game does. The game does give you passwords, so you're not expected to go through it all in one sitting, you know, in order to beat it. I mean, you can if you want, but it's not totally expected of you because, like I said, there is passwords. And uh, that quote I had, you know, when uh, we got the introductions was actually a quote from the, uh, the ending credits of the, of the game. So uh, the uh, developers had a little bit of a sense of humor that you got to see a little bit. Uh, when, I, you, when you activate the cheats, it's like a code you activate, like the, the, the trademark screen. It has like some like green text that you know, verifies that you've inputted it correctly. Then you insert another code, and my particular one was just regenerating health. And, um, and you input that on a portion where it says, you know, say no to cheating or something. Then when you input the code, like, ah, okay, here's regenerating health.
5: <laughs> and it
1: just, it's kind of nonchalant about it. But it's, uh, I appreciated that. I thought that was pretty funny. But the yeah. game itself, uh, I think it has really good graphics. It's got some really nice uh, character animation. And not so much to where it makes everything slow and bogged down. It, it moves pretty fluidly, I think. I mean, I yeah, think I it agree. controls pretty
2: well. I always the thought the graphics in this game were great.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, And you get a, a good amount of weapons. I mean, you got your trusty, like, you know, lawmaker or whatever they call that, that normal gun he has. Yep. But you get, like, various, like, maybe, like, half a dozen various type of bullets with, like, you know, like maybe, like, grenades or rubber bullets or homing missiles or rockets or whatever. So you have a, a decent arsenal, and a lot of the enemies are just, like, they. a lot of them are, like, you know, common enemies, just, like, you know, street toughs or whatever, but they all look really good, and then eventually you fight, like, some, like, um, the robots and shit, which look really awesome. And I, I, had, I had fun playing, it, playing this game. It is kind of long, so it does get kind of repetitive, because a lot of the, uh, I mean, there'll be different environments, so you won't be going through, like, the same looking stages, but they're all kind of structured similarly. similarly and Similar. Uh, and for, uh, for some reason like the ladders don't look like ladders it just looks like ropes so like, you don't even know you can like climb on these at first like at the first i mean i mean if, I, don't, I don't remember if i had a problem with like the first time i played this but I, like recently when i first played it's like where the hell am i supposed to go
2: right and it I looks like you're look- looking at the side of the ladder instead of the right you're just so looking weird. at one side of it or something
1: and then I just happen to, like, be crouching and, like, crawling. And it's like, oh, then he just kind of goes down this, like, oh, oh, okay, I can climb up and down these things. That's weird. But, okay, whatever. Now that I know what they are, I, I see them all over the place. Okay, that's fine. Right. And, um, excuse me, but, uh, like I said, some of these, like, objectives, like, okay, you have to, like, find certain things. And, like, if you miss it the first time around, you have to kind of, like, backtrack a lot. So it's like, oh, uh, it gets kind of, kind of, like, repetitive. And, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty straightforward. And there is this like one, uh, one like what's what's the name of the the, the bike he has like the lawmaker or something like that? No, that's
2: the gun. The, that's the, the gun, bike. Yeah. Is the uh? Oh, yeah. oh,
1: what's the name? You uh, know what? I
2: think I think one's the lawmaker, one's the law master.
1: Maybe it's the law master then. But there's this one like because uh, it's Super Nintendo, so Mode Seven is like you know a, a must. And it's like it, but the view is weird. It's like you're you're Judge Dread and you're flying through like the city or whatever but the camera is in front of Judge Dredd, so you're looking at him, directly at him. And you, you're control You're controlling this reticle which fires behind you, again, you know, trying to shoot down all the bikers that are, like, you know, coming after you, trailing you. Then, uh, you know, when one of them catch up, they'll come from the side of the screen and you, hey, you have to, like, kick them or whatever. And You just do that for however long the game determines is long enough, I guess. I mean, there's, like, no checkpoints or anything. There's, like, no way to tell, like, how far you are or where you're even going, so it's, like, it's I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't like. I mean, th- thankfully they only did it once, but I didn't really enjoy that stage at all. The music in that stage is really awesome, but the the level itself was just. Eh, I didn't really care. I mean, it broke it up a little bit, but it's like, yeah, I'm glad they only did it once.
2: That's so yeah. crazy. It was only in it
1: once. Yeah, and the one for the Sega Genesis is like a, more of like a traditional like side view, like a horizontal shooter, or horizontal shoot 'em up or whatnot, like you know
2: that that type of what? shooting thing. So like it's the same game, but they had a different bike level yeah <laughs> what? That's oh that's so weird, weird.
1: yeah <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess genesis couldn't handle the mode 7 they could only go oh, up to mode oh, 6.5 oh, <laughs> but i thought snap. genesis did what nintendo don't yeah, well, well only eight bit <laughs> nintendo <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: i mean uh, I, I feel like
0: in- i feel like a contra hardcore kind of did something similar with yeah. one of the levels, it's like no the the person is no you're the the person is facing you running on a highway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I totally kind of have that element about. of the mode seven thing going on.
1: Right. So like, I mean, the Genesis probably could have pulled it off, but maybe they just decided now. Maybe they it couldn't it do it at thing. the time. I maybe. I mean, this is Genesis right? couldn't always do that. I mean, this was pretty far into the Genesis life. So I mean, the Genesis released was released in '89. This was '95. Oh, well, it was yeah, a few yeah. years after its release, so maybe they did, just didn't feel like doing it. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. When was funny. Contra Hardcore released? I don't I mean,
0: know. I, to... I think it was before that, actually. I think it was around yeah, the same so... time as, as uh, Contra 3.
1: Super yeah, I feel
2: like it was before right. Judge Dread.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would yeah. think so. And so I think, I think they could have done it, but they probably decided, you know what? Let's just make it different. Yeah. Right. And I, honestly, it looks better. I mean I, don't, I mean, I know I played it back in the day, but I don't really remember if I even enjoyed that stage. And I mean, it looks like it's more enjoyable than the super Nintendo one, but either way, the music is way better than the super Nintendo
2: one. So that makes up for it, I guess. Right. Right. But there is uh, a lot of I, stuff um, from the comics that's in the game that uh, yeah. wasn't in the movie, even though it was technically right. like, supposedly like the movie game. Right. because it's, it's it was, Sylvester just alone on the box. Right. So. Right. Mm. But they actually did a lot of stuff. That's uh, that's from like, right. Um, Cause I believe the last guy of the game is judge death. Right. And he's, um, He's not in the movie. Um, no, not at all. Um, although I... Rico freaking... is like the
1: main protagonist in the movie.
2: Uh, antagonist. Or antagonist, yeah. rather. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, the I opposite of good guy. Right, yeah. That. <laughs> I, I could be wrong on this, but I, something in the back of my mind is telling me that uh, they had a sequel planned and they were going to turn Rico into Judge Death. Oh, okay. I think that's what they were going to do. Okay. But... Um, it never happened, so yeah. everybody hated yeah. it. You know what else? Except didn't for us, happen. we liked it. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> you know what else didn't happen? I guess there was like a Sega 32X version planned, but they scrapped it.
2: Oh, so huh. which
1: is which is fine because the 32X is hot trash. Yeah, so yeah it's whatever.
2: That, so right. it was a stupid idea, but uh, you know what? Uh, I just want to say that the graphics of this game, you know what it uh, really reminds me of, is that Incredible Hulk game.
1: Oh, right, yeah, because yeah.
2: Yeah. they look like kind of rendered. I, I don't About know if the they. The yeah. thing, yeah. I don't know totally. if they rendered them and then turned them into sprites. Because yeah, the animation like, is so good. It's too fluid. it, yeah. is,
1: it is. I it do has, remember
2: liking that game country. back in the day. I mean, I I haven't tried playing it recently,
1: but I do remember liking the Hulk
2: game back in the day. I liked it back in the day. I did. Mm-hmm. I I did go through it. Back in the day, I didn't go through Judge Dread, but um, I yeah, do remember but- you always really liking Judge Dread, and I thought it was cool, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I just didn't go through it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the game is kind of
1: tough though. I mean, kind of yeah. like too hard for its own good. I mean, at least they give you a password so you can like, at least start levels over, but uh, some of these like friggin', I don't know. I mean, maybe I just wasn't good enough, but it's just like some of these things, like I feel like I'm going to get hit no matter what I do. So it's like, kind of sucks. Cause like the yeah. camera, the, the, the camera movement, it's like, if you're facing one direction, and you turn around, like, the whole screen, like, kind of her- herky-jerky, like, starts panning in the other direction. So it's like, okay, if I'm just – happen to be facing one way, I I could be turning around. And then, okay, the screen will pan almost like a full screen length over. And then, oh, there's, like, two enemies right right fucking there. It's like, well, what the fuck? Just stay centered. If <laughs> right. it stayed centered on my character, I'd be able to see these freaking things more readily. It's like, what the fuck? Right. But, but once you dispose of an enemy, it's like a – they're gone from the stage and uh actually you don't you don't have to just like blow them away you can like uh damage them a certain amount and you can like arrest them and when you arrest them they'll drop like you know ammo or whatever and if you blow them away they just you know they just explode and you get nothing so it's an yeah. incentive to try to like arrest them and whatnot you are a judge jury and executioner so you, you go sure. at it you go at it as you see fit mm-hmm. right <laughs> so I, overall cool. i thought it was a. Not, not a not a fantastic game, but I thought it was a pretty fun game. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Pretty, pretty enjoyed, solid. Um, yeah, definitely.
2: Another really good, like, deep cut pick that I think people wouldn't anticipate. Just right. just like true lies. Yeah. All right. So Sean, have you played any of the games that we're mentioning tonight that you also have a similar experience with or maybe disagree or anything like that?
4: Um yeah, the Judge Dread one. I've I've played a little bit of it. I have that, but I've never really spent a lot of time on it so it's something i i want to like kind of now go back after hearing all this and give it another another go you know because i think it would think like you were saying with the screen jerkiness it kind of was like a kind of put sort of sour taste it, in my mouth so yeah I
1: just, it, it can be disorienting for sure yeah. it does yeah. take a little bit of getting used to
2: i know what you're talking about yeah it like it like pans over when you turn around yeah. or something yeah it's like yeah, too it, it pans quick over
1: so much yeah it is kind I, of a pain in the ass yeah, I mean I haven't played it since I ha-
4: I I have it and I've had it since I was a kid, but I, I think yeah. now that I'm older I might I could see past that and like learn to appreciate mm. it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it another yeah. chance. But yeah, that game um I, I played a little bit of. And uh that third age game I have that one, uh the turn based RPG. my yeah. wife's a big RPG fan. She's the RPG person in the house. So um she, we got it for her but it, i mean you're right the graphics on that is great and
2: everything yeah just it's look just up insane
3: the- that it's ps2 you know? i know look I like up
2: the, the ball fight like honestly look up yeah. the ballrog fight on youtube it's crazy <laughs> so uh mr 8-bit uh, Alchemy, you can't just right? say
3: okay i was gonna say there's two mr i know i know, they I know, call I know. Me
2: mr bit <laughs> <laughs> they call me Mr. glitch
3: me and the power <laughs> of 8 bit glitch combined form 16 bit glitch alchemy <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh
2: snap
3: <laughs> it's on like donkey kong
2: <laughs> like yeah, it's saying like donkey kang donkey kang <laughs> you know i looked up today to see whether or not that jeopardy meme was real or not and it is fake yeah yeah, yeah. it's fake yeah yeah, yeah yeah it it is so funny. Her right. face is so priceless. Like, I wish it was real. Yeah, I right. Legitimate <laughs> legitimate. I thought it
0: was real. She's like, I first saw I'm like, oh, did this actually
2: yeah. happen? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, I don't know. She's like, um, what is Danky Kang? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so much. Well, let, let's move on.
3: So, so Tim, you got yeah, your yeah. pick,
2: and then we're done, right?
3: Yep. That, that'll do it. That'll yeah, do so, it. So, um, so the the game that I picked for my second one is the Scott Pilgrim versus the World the game. Awesome! Um, wow. Because initially I was thinking about you know movie tie-in games, and I'm like, well, technically this game came out at the same time as the movie, but it has so much more in common with the comics. But I said, fuck it, I don't care. This uh, this game is so awesome, and I definitely wanted to talk about it because uh, it it honestly I think is one of the best licensed games uh, to ever come out. And honestly, I I liked the movie. I thought the movie was was nerdy and fun, but it wasn't like my favorite. And I never read the yeah. comics, but the game was so friggin' good. It made me go look, like, you know, I really like Scott Pilgrim. Hmm. <laughs> I went, hmm. but I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I have really very little to to do with this whole franchise, but this game is so good. Now I, I'm a fan and uh it came out on the Xbox 360 and PS3 in uh 2010 when the movie had come out and you know essentially it's it's a beat em up game in in like a traditional fashion but it it borrows more heavily from uh if you've ever played River City Ransom
2: yeah. Like yeah, yeah it is River
3: City Ransom but made for for a modern audience and you know that essentially translates to you uh you know you have money that you earn from defeating enemies you can uh, go into stores you can buy new uh, special moves you can buy health upgrades all this different stuff so there's kind of like you know some light role-playing game elements in there and uh you know there's a a variety of different characters that you could play as and all you know sprite based artwork and the animation the artwork is super great and uh and the music is just Fucking awesome, all done by gucci And I mean it r- really came out of nowhere and, and was, you know, made by Ubisoft. And I was like, Wow, this is like like the pinnacle of Indie. One of the
1: three good things they've ever done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kidding. I also like to be on Good and Evil a whole lot. Yeah,
1: they've got some good games.
3: They're good. But uh, yeah, so this this game was just super fun. And, it, it, you know, it, it kind of followed the story of the movie and the graphic novels and stuff like that. Um, but it was also, you know, multiple players at once. You know, it was, it was, I feel like one of my favorite games to play at the time with like, you know, two or three friends. Um, you know, it was... A great game on its own but then once you got you know a bunch of people playing it then it was you know that much more fun yeah. and they did eventually release some uh, DLC and, and had a, a couple of extra characters and whatnot but uh, the, the thing with the game was that it was uh, it was a digital only game and it was removed from all storefronts in 2014. It was completely unable to be purchased. The only way that you could play it is if you had already bought it and already downloaded it. And I know, and we're I know su- myself. We're
2: super cool. Like if you are a super cool guy,
3: super cool guy, <laughs> <Right. laughs> had to be super cool guy or gal to have it. And uh, and so I, was, I, know I was, a super number super of us cool here. Guy. Yeah, was, we we have. So it. was I. Uh, you have yes. it. Greg has it. I have it. Um, we all, we oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a cool guy. I'm That's not. Okay.
0: Cute.
2: I'm not cool either. Oh, you guys are both <laughs> yeah. not cool together. But it'll be re-released, and you
1: can you can turn into super cool
3: guys. Oh, that's yeah. right, you guys. Yes, <laughs>
1: that's so right. as as <laughs> said,
3: they they literally announced it today. Uh, you know, which is the as
1: we're recording,
3: uh, as we're recording. Yeah, the 10th of September, as we're recording this, uh, that they are going to be re-releasing the game, and it's going to have the DLC included and everything, and it'll be on all the modern consoles, which is friggin' awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had no idea that, you know, this was going to happen or anything. It's just really good timing. Um, But yeah, I, I can't recommend this game enough. I mean, I think, you know, those of us who have played it have liked it a lot. And, I mean, Nintendo and 8-Bit Glitch, I'm sure you guys would think this game is is phenomenal, being both fans of beat-em-up Beat-em-ups. games and oh, that yeah. classic arcade style.
0: I, I mean, I have played it. i played it at uh, Parasite like Steve's house, like, a million years ago but i've never actually owned it
3: gotcha yeah yeah really really fun so i guess i'm kind of coo you are (laughs) i'm kind (laughs) of coo you're totally kind of (laughs) coo uh yeah i mean there's not a ton to say other than it's solid
2: (laughs) right yeah. yeah i mean i mean it's uh it i think I would love it even more if I was a fan of the comics because it's clearly so chock full of references and made with such right. incredible uh, detail that yeah. I just don't get any of it. Um I saw the movie but like right. I don't really know anything about it. I'm not I'm not going to read the comics. Like this isn't for me. I'm not interested in this at all. It's just a matter I got the game cuz it it just it just looked so freaking awesome and i had heard it was really good and it really was like such a good you know river city ranch ransom type game or whatever it it was lots of it was all sprite based it's all sprite based it was like incredible sprites yeah it looks exactly like the comics it looks i mean i can appreciate the fact that it looks exactly like the comics at least exactly i can totally appreciate that a hundred percent i love when anything is like you know goes out of its way to really be authentic and this was clearly authentic and i could tell without being a fan so i yep. can only imagine like if you were a fan of that particular comic it just it just must have felt like a gift
3: right what could know? be better than this i mean my so god random. right totally
0: right i mean i've not even heard of uh this franchise until that game came out like, i didn't know it was a, a comic or a movie because of the movie yeah, so I've never right. seen – no, honestly, I've never watched the movie until this year. I finally yeah. watched it. Yeah. And, you know, – I've like, never seen the- I mean, I, I, I thought it was just okay. It didn't blow my mind, but, I mean, it was
3: neat. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, I liked different. it. It was fun. It was different. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I
3: definitely enjoy it. Like, it's yeah, not—it's yeah, not like yeah. one of my favorite movies, but I think it's super fun and full of a lot of like deep nerd culture that like pretty much never gets recognized in any other medium. So I'm like, I, I'm definitely into this movie. But yeah, it's—it's it's totally weird. Um, and again, like, it didn't—you know—inspire me to go read the comics. Like, I don't think I would get so into those, uh, particularly. But it. It definitely uh, is a really awesome game. And for fans of the series, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Right.
1: Awesome possum. Yeah, yeah. All right. Totally different game. Totally different game.
0: (laughs) 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 Right. All right. So we've been talking about awesome licensed games, but I'd like to ask you, the audience, this week's Octoponder This, and that would be which video game Excuse me, would you like to see made into a movie? So, why don't you think about that for a little bit while we go on a short break?
4: Hello, and welcome to the Dawkining Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. That strange show, Throwdown Thursday, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy. Three Guys That Horror, the new and improved Super Retro Throwback reviews The Audio Files
1: 2.0. This
3: is probably one of Dwayne's worst films.
1: Yeah, he's
2: allowed to have a tooth fairy every now and then, sure.
4: Yeah, this is a tooth fairy and then some because it does not show the monsters tearing up buildings until the... last 20 minutes of the movie that that's hilarious. what the game is it's fucking monsters tearing up a,
2: fuck, it's a fucking city
4: Secret Underground Hideout Cinema with Harrison Smith Dorks the Podcast The Dorkening, Black and White Fright The Wicked Horror Show Subscribe to all these awesome shows anywhere
5: podcasts can be found For more information check out thedorkening.com
4: Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, ah! it's scary.
1: Hi, I'm Patsy the
2: Angry Nerd, lover of science and sharks.
3: And I'm Ashes von Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and Mistress of Merlot. And,
1: and we're,
2: we're the hosts, hosts of, the of the Throwdown, Throwdown Thursday,
1: Thursday podcast. podcast part of the Somebodies and Grand Guignol Networks.
3: Join us each and every Thursday as so we break down all the characters you love and love to hate.
1: That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science.
0: And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine.
1: We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week.
3: Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we we will
1: will see you next Thursday. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this.
0: Welcome back aboard, everyone. All right, we've asked you this week's octoponder this question, which was, which game would you like to see made into a movie? But first, we are going to do our very best to answer this thing ourselves. So we will start with 8 79
4: Ah, uh, it has to be Metal Gear Solid. I mean, the theme's yes. already written itself. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, pretty split. much.
0: It's already a screenplay. It. Yeah. It's, already, <laughs> it's already a movie. I mean, come on, just do it.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And uh, just real quick, because I got I, I last year got to meet uh, the real solid snake. Um, so that B- was pretty good. Cool. I asked him, who would you want to see himself <laughs> <Can't> Russell <wrestle. laughs> play it? And he actually said, he said, um, um, oh, my God, Now I'm drawing a blank. Twenty four. Who took over the voice?
3: Keith Russell. Oh, Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. <laughs> thank
4: you. Yes. He said he would actually like to see him do it so that was his personal huh. point other than himself huh. that's, that's that's interesting a, actually that's a weird
2: choice i don't that's think i can choice. be down with that but that's well, Kiefer,
3: yeah well Kiefer sutherland is the guy who voiced him in the newer metal gear solid games because oh, they they scrubbed david hater out for like mm-hmm. no reason to the point where david hater was like okay any day now they're gonna call me about that next metal gear solid game right and then he just like like Read online or something that it was recast as Kiefer Sutherland, and he was like,
2: "What? Oh my god! That uh. is the same thing that happened to Kane Hodder, who's uh, who played Jason for like I don't know three or four Friday the Thirteenth, starting out, I think part seven, and he got seven or eight, and he they got to uh, Freddy versus Jason, and obviously this is you know whatever you think about that movie doesn't matter. That was a mm-hmm. highly anticipated movie. That was the movie that. The Jason actors wanted to, you know, like, of, of course, you mm-hmm. want to fight Freddy. No yeah. kidding. Um, and he, uh, he, was, he had early talks, and they sort of just stopped calling him. And he found out, like, through other means that they had recast. They didn't even let him know.
3: It's so wow. shitty. But, yeah, that's totally what happened to David Hayter. It, 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 it gave it to Kiefer Sutherland, and I'm like, man, this is not better. This is weird.
2: Hayter's going to wait. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. David is yeah. the fucking man, and he was the guyver in the guyver too. And I love him forever just because of that. So fucking whatever the fuck, keep for settling your goddamn name. Get out of here with your your worms that are secretly delicious noodles. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want any of
0: those. All right, eight bit alchemy. Ooh
3: the. The eight bits the eights, yes, together because I want the, the sixteen bit together.
5: Oh, oh, oh. that's
0: mm. eight bit on eight bit action.
3: Ooh, ooh, ooh!
5: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that tickles my fancy, actually.
3: <laughs> so fancy. Um, <laughs> the 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 game that needs to be made into a movie is Metroid. End of story. Oh yeah. Yeah, End yeah. of story, full stop, fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. I don't know how this hasn't happened yet. There's been yep. so many great sci-fi movies over the years and sci-fi shows and things. And I'm just like wondering how the hell have all these other video movie movies gotten made? And the one that seems like a no-brainer won't get made. And, yeah. and I remember that there was you know people who wanted to do Metroid movies and stuff like that and they, they never ended up getting picked up. And Steve, you probably remember. I know there was a guy out there who had a screenplay written uh, fairly well known director or writer but uh his his pitch was that he wanted the movie to have almost no no dialogue
5: or 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 very right. little
3: like have the main you know protagonist be relatively mute and just have most of the dialogue be happening around or be in the form of like you know military communique or whatever and I'm like, you know that would be awesome, do it atmospheric or do mm. it you know more like alien and less like aliens the yeah. sequel right you no know, it yeah. needs to be moody and dark
2: yeah i mean i think that no talking or virtually no talking might not work as much as you want it to like it's an art house thing suddenly you know i don't think it's yeah. gonna appeal yeah. to as which many is people. true but, but i think there's a way alien one is a good benchmark for sure and there was not right. a ton of talking in that movie and there are right. sections of that movie that have no talking so you could do that you could have like well there's no talking for 12 minutes like that's actually a lot for a a movie like that's really a lot. Now, if you've seen the movie moon with Sam Rockwell, that movie has very little dialogue and also stars only one person. uh, I think throughout the entire, I don't even think there's, I can't remember if anyone else is in that movie, but him, it might be a one man show. And that was an awesome movie, but it is also not an action packed thing. So it's sort of like, you know, you're in this mood for this slow, cold, Space sci-fi thing, you know, and it's just different. And that was very art house. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know it would work. All I know is that uh, I want Charlize Theron. I mean, I, she's the obvious one, but give me Charlize Theron as Samus and uh, Samus, and give me an awesome practical suit, not a CG suit. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. Make sure she has to go to uh, various planets, and uh, we get to see. Uh, you know, at the, the great thing. The great thing about it is that there are just elements you don't have to go by any of the stories because most of the early games didn't have a lot of story anyway so really it's not like metal gear solid where you might be pissed if they you know veered from the story or something like certain purists but purists for metroid are just elements it's like does the suit look right are there metroids you know is mother brain here is ridley here? does she turn into a ball like there's certain things like this that are people are going to talk about and it's just how they would work them in. So there's so much freedom for somebody to make just a, an action adventure, like sci-fi movie with this amazing looking heroine. Um, like, I mean, everything just looks amazing. The, and the Chozo, the, there's gotta be ruins on one of the planets, you know, Chozo ruins. I don't know they could make any fucking story you want. Almost obviously I mean, the even if they- games. The Prime right, Games like had the, more story. The Prime
3: Games, you know, introduce like some really cool characters too that would be awesome like to see the uh you know those moth people from the, the Metroid Prime too. Yeah, like they were super cool. So, I don't know. I think that there's so much to pull from. The Illuminati? Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, Illuminati. yeah. They don't need to limit themselves to just, you know, Metroid 1. Oh, okay. You got to fight Kraid and and Ridley and all that stuff. Like I would like to see Ridley you got to have a Metroid in there also. But, you know, there's a lot to do with it. But anyway. Right. right. Yeah. And
4: I, just to add the, the, about the suit, I mean, I, at too many games, I saw a woman who cosplayed in the full suit, and it was absolutely amazing. So if somebody who's like a nobody can make a suit like that. Oh, yeah. I I mean, cosplayers are off the hook.
1: I know. Oh, right. my yeah. God. So yeah, right. if
4: Hollywood could, uh, got its hands on it, I mean, it,
1: it better be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you we also got to keep in mind that uh, an actor has to move around in a suit like that. Now, yeah. cosplayers just have to kind of walk around and just pose
2: for pictures. It's a great point. And the way, the way they did it with Iron Man is that pieces of the suit are CG.
4: Right. But right. there's so
2: okay. much that is, is real that it like surrounds you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm, you I'm sure they could do it yeah yeah so like under his arms and around his arms and stuff there's no there's no panels there but like right. on his hands and like wherever they could put a real panel a real piece of the armor it's there yeah and or a certain just scenes where he's
4: not moving he's just standing is a real yep. yeah fully right
5: so they, yeah they do could a totally hybrid. do that with her
2: i mean yep. the, honestly the shoulders i think are the the crazy part like could she even see around those damn things but i know he could not mm. Maybe downplay the shoulders just a just a tad, just a little tad. Yeah, yeah.
1: right. Guy, no, right. Peripheral.
2: no peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it's exactly. He's got blinders right. on. My fucking shoulder pads.
0: Right. Wasn't there like a a fan made short film? Yeah.
2: There. There was. That, some... that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, Starring the that that lady there from Attack the Show.
0: I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, I vaguely remember Jessica
2: Chobot. <laughs> Jessica Chobot, yeah, that's her name. She, uh, she did a, they did a movie with her as Samus, and it was, it was okay.
0: Yeah. But they can do it.
2: Oh, yeah. for sure they can do they, it.
0: They, they, can,
1: they can, do it. Right. All right. So moving on. Boss rush mode. All right. Uh, I know everyone is going the action adventure route. I'm going to kind of change gears here, and I'm going to say Little Big Planet. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs>
5: Ooh, right. On. I think
1: this would make a pretty good movie because um, I mean if anyone who's played Little Big Planet knows there's a lot of creativity involved I mean you control this little character called Sack Boys and adorable little like burlap sack with arms and legs and a cute little face and you know you build a whole bunch of things and you know, you have, you know me- mechanisms and stuff to help you traverse through the world and I figured this movie could be like, more of a, like a kid's movie and it's all like oh Sack saves the world like the, stake, the stakes don't have to be that fucking high they don't have to be that dire just keep it grounded like Sackboy, oh, he's you know playing with his friends. Like, oh, you're going to so and so's birthday today. Like, oh, I forgot about that. So we have to hurry up and go to the store so I can get her this, I get my friend this birthday present. So they create all these cool things to traverse to wherever they have to go and eventually get to the store. And oh crap, the store is closed. Um, oh, what am I gonna do? Hard cut to the birthday party. Sackboy hands his friend a present, but it's something he actually made himself. And it's like, oh, this is my favorite present because it's made from the heart and all some sort of sappy bullshit. And oh, it's got a lesson learned. Yeah, some shit like that.
4: It sounds nice. like it's a good, good Pixar movie or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. So something like that I think would work pretty well. Nice.
0: Very nice. Alright, Parasite Steve.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going with... Uh, I'm going to go right back to Action Adventure. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite video game series of all time. And it is a series that is forgotten at this point, or maybe not forgotten, but definitely abandoned, I should say. And that is the legacy of Cain series, mm. which yes. uh, started all the way back. Uh, I believe it was like 96, um, with Man. the original blood omen colon legacy of Kane. colon <laughs> blood colon. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Ouchies. clears throat> uh, which was developed by Silicone Knights and published by Crystal Dynamics yeah that was 96 so crazy for the PS1 and also um, Windows this was a really big game for me at the time because it uh, you know it's it speaks to all my sensibilities everything I love aesthetically and thematically very dark very adult it was dark fantasy but with vampires um yeah really cool um top-down action-adventure game that is unfortunately all but broken because of its goddamn loading times they're so ridiculous even when you hit pause you have to essentially wait 40 seconds for it to freaking load the pause screen it's just absolutely ridiculous but holy shit the voice acting in this game was amazing yeah. simon Templeton was the voice of kane and uh i believe the bad guy was tony jay like in every game yeah. almost even though he was different characters um yeah some, uh he was he was a great voice actor he passed away a while ago but um he but yeah that game was just so amazingly different from everything else on the on the spectrum at that time right. and um you know it was like bloodborne before there was bloodborne but with vampires you know it was very very serious and had a great story just incredible yeah. like incredible story there were characters you met along the way that you actually were got invested in and like cared about what he was doing and even if it was just for that level it was really really amazing and i think that um you know it easily could have just ended with that one game and it would be this like totally forgotten game um if it hadn't spun off into soul reaver which came out a bunch of years later i don't even remember when that came out um, Maybe, Maybe the was Dreamcast
3: was out at that point, so yeah, it was probably it was, like 2001.
0: Yeah. yeah, I feel like that came up for the PS1 as well.
3: Yeah, oh, both of the systems yeah. had it, yep.
2: Yeah. Um, so Legacy, of, and that was called Legacy of Kane, colon Soul Reaver. Um, <laughs> right. That came out, oh, okay, so it was three years later in 99, but completely different new character, completely different style of game.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, and honestly, I thought, I remember seeing this this coming out, and I was I was pissed. I was pissed at the character. I was pissed that they were bothering to call it Legacy of Cain. I'm like, fuck this. It obviously has nothing to do with the first game. It pisses me off when things do this. You're just slapping a name on there. It's like Troll 2. Like, what? <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Oh, what? my God. Was I wrong? <laughs> oh, my God. Was I wrong? It was. It is so intrinsically linked. And uh, the main character is... Um, a new character, but the villain of the game is actually Kane from the first game who has now, uh, he's been alive for like 3000 years or something, or a thousand years as a vampire. And you start to really get, uh, an even bigger sense of world building in this mythical world of Nosgoth. Um, that than even in the first game, which there was actually a shitload in the first game, but you learn mm. more, you learn how vampires evolve and how they, like will change to fit their surroundings just like actual evolution does work but they are like a microclasm so they will be able to evolve in their own lifetime it won't just be like you know over generations it's like themselves they will change if they are around water they become fish like or whatever so yeah this game was my favorite game on the PS one, probably um, it was all, it was a lot better looking on the dreamcast, but I sort of preferred the PlayStation one version. I thought it played a little bit better. The dreamcast one looked a million times better for, for sure. Yeah. Um, but both were amazing. I played through, I played through it on both systems, just really fun games. I feel like you could set a game in this universe. And as long as Kane is involved, I don't even care where, you put this. You could have a totally original story that took place in that thousand year gap and it would be fine. The key is getting down the world, understanding how vampires work and writing an actually good story with this character that feels like Cain. Cain has to be there. Yeah. So if you have Raziel who is the second main character, who is the Soul Reaver guy, um, that would be cool. Voice by Michael Bell. Yep. yep. (laughs) Awesome, awesome a voice actor who's been yeah, around. He's yeah. in forever. He's just, definitely it. give Michael Bell a shout out. Oh man. He was so great as Raziel. Absolutely loved him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who I would pick to play Kane. I mean, I suppose you could do like a Jason Momoa or something like that, but I, somebody who's big and, and um, you know, just, just has that brooding sort of a stare and a commanding voice, I think would be really good. Um, but mm-hmm. definitely. Um, holy shit. I would love that, and I have yeah. to say if you stuck with this series of games, even though the quality of the games were kind of you know up and down a little bit, I do like them all, but I do think that it probably peaked with the first Soul Reaver, which in my yeah. belief, in my opinion is basically a perfect action adventure third person action adventure game because um, that's not it 's not there is hack and slash, but it doesn't feel like a hack and slash. It feels more like exploration and um, puzzles and stuff like that. But there is, you know, for sure combat. But that game really made you think outside the box. That game really, yeah. really did. But, I yeah. mean, um, you know, Soul Reaver 2 was good as well. And then there was um, uh, uh, Blood Omen 2, which was back in time. And you got to be Kane again. So that was pretty cool. And that was actually before... Um, he had Raziel and his brothers raised to be his lieutenants, and then there was Legacy of Cain Defiance, which is the final game in the in the story chronologically. And you actually got to play both Cain and Raziel, and um, the story didn't end. And unfortunately, the main woman who was in charge of everything, Amy Hennig, um, left the company. It got purchased. Uh, oh, so I guess I guess it was still Crystal Dynamics, and then it was Eidos. Mm. Uh, starting with okay. soul reaver and she left idos so they just i think made the right decision and just stopped for yeah minutes. like as much as i would have loved to see another game if they had fucked up the ending i would just rather not have an ending i would Seriously. rather mm. leave yep. it at the cliffhanger at the end of defiance and just never know and always wonder because yep. the story was so perfect and right. the continuity was so perfect the continuity in these games absolutely un fucking believable the little okay. shit that they would come that would come back like two three games later
1: yeah uh-huh. and it's like yeah like it's like the properties in the hands of like square enix and crystal dynamics now and you know what don't fucking bother cuz i know they'll fuck it into a pulp yeah. so just
2: just yeah. don't do it just don't yeah. fucking do it but I would love to see this as a movie for sure. I love Dark yeah, Fantasy. Totally. I love vampires. Um uh love love this kind of stuff. Um yeah. yeah. Soul Reaver. Right. You know you know, honestly, who, you know who would oh, I was gonna oh, say, oh, go you know ahead. who would make
1: I was gonna say, you know who would make a good uh cane? Who? With a with a commanding voice? Gilbert Gottfried. Oh yeah. Give <laughs> <laughs> him a choice whether to rule a corrupt and failing empire or the challenge of fates for and I'm not gonna go through that whole thing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Cast and I think he recently read though the lyrics to a wap. He sure did wap, and that was that's a thing that that, that happened. it, it, it was, was a thing. That I don't even know what a wap is. I means am uh,
2: uh, a rap. I don't know what it is. It means. Uh, it means. Uh, <laughs> there was, oh, i was gonna say something funny now i can't remember it it was it was like a spongebob and it was a picture of a meme and the, the they were opening the, the krabby patty and i think it was it said like it stood for with something with pickles oh i can't remember what the a was <laughs> what about pickles or something like that and he's like opening know. he's mad he's opening up the krabby patty he's like what about pickles
5: pickles, <laughs> pickles.
2: <laughs> that's what it for. Bubble,
1: bubble bass yeah uh, mm. So weird.
2: Um. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Good. Show. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Um. So my pick would be uh, Star Fox.
2: Nice. I think
0: we That's got a good the, pick. Yeah. I mean, we got the technology. Uh. The whole thing could be CGI. Definitely. Um. And I mean, I don't know what the premise would be about. I mean, it, I mean, it could basically be like a Star Wars ripoff. I suppose. I mean, it's mostly in space. But um, there are some some uh parts in. In one of the games where uh where you can go to planets and like go underwater and all that stuff. And maybe you can just throw in some of that in there too. Um but yeah, I mean I think they could easily pull it off. I mean Definitely. I mean I I love all the characters, they're very memorable. Uh Andros Andros and mm. that and that cube.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: the, that the, cube. the end of the movie would have to be fighting a giant cube. Cube, yes.
1: Yes, that'd be perfect. Absolutely. Or, or, is it a, or is it a sphere? You're so Androsinous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <clears throat> nice.
0: As long as, long, as long as we get to hear, do a barrel roll at least twice in the movie. Yeah.
2: Right. And I'm they solved. explain why they have robot legs. And
5: yes. We get yep. that.
2: F- finally, we get the canon explanation of why yes. they have ro- all have robot legs.
0: Yes. And that's. Uh, I, I think it's the because the floor is lava. That's what I, I I was going in that direction. I was yeah. thinking that, but I don't think it is.
2: It's like, they were all there and they didn't know. And, They're and like, it's like, Oh, oh shit. The floor, the floor is lava. lava? We all, oh damn like, it. How, it's just like that scene and Monty Python's the meaning of life. How did we all die at the same time as the salmon moose? How did they all <laughs> lose their legs at the same time? I don't understand. Maybe
0: that can be the, that, that can be the subtitle. Star <laughs> Fox. The floor is lava. <laughs>
2: Starbucks, what happened Uh, to their fucking legs?
3: (laughs) (laughs) The quest for legs. (laughs) Yes.
0: All right. So those were our answers. Now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octopunt of This, which was games you would like to see made into a movie. Mm -hmm. If you want to do a chat about the show or anything retro, you can always reach us in our popular Facebook group uh, and on Twitter at Redoctopus. With that said, it's almost time to catch that horizon. But before we say goodbye, let's go to this.
2: Occasionally, we all come across things that bring our piss to a boil.
1: No! Now it's time to feel the rage and start petting those
5: peeves.
1: Hey, everyone. Boss Rush Mode here, and I got some peeves to pet. I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet, but it's basically just, just video games and just some of the add-ons they charge you for is just, I don't know. I just, it always kind of annoys me when you like, you buy a game, you know, brandy dandy new full dollar that at the right now at the time, it's like 60 bucks. Who knows how it's going to be in the next gen. And like day one, they got like booster packs and it's like, Oh, well here, you just gave us 60 bucks for this game. You want to give us another 30 bucks so you can play less of it. I'm like, no, no, I'd actually like to play your game. But then you play the game. It's all like slow, grindy and shitty it's like, Oh, Thanks for making this game purposefully shitty so you try to test my patience to buy these fucking booster packs. Assholes. Holy <laughs> shit. But, you know, it makes money so they do it and people just, you know, I don't know. They love being grifted, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's their money. They can do whatever they want with it. But It just annoys the crap out of me. And Another thing, you know, going a little bit further back, like uh, the, the Xbox 360 and the PS3 generations, like when the old digital games were really kind of, you know, start, started hitting the, the forefronts, and it's like, oh, well, well, if we can give you games digitally, we can like save on packaging and distribution, and we can pass the savings. On. No, we're not going to make them cheaper. Don't believe that for a fucking second, because every digital game is goddamn full price, just like the physical versions. And they don't depreciate as fast as physical versions, too, because you can go to GameStop, everyone's favorite game store, uh, you can go to GameStop right now, buy a PS4 copy of... Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus for ten fucking dollars, and it's still forty fucking dollars on the PS store and like on Steam. So it's like fuck off with this. Like, oh yeah, we can save you money on digital bullshit. It's just like, ugh, you know that quote from uh, Spaceballs where it's like, we're not doing this for money. We're doing this for a shitload of money. It's like <laughs>
5: right.
1: game, game companies, game companies are not like we're not doing this for a shitload of money. We're doing it for every conceivable fucking cent we can get. It's like, Oh God damn. It's like, they're so fucking relentless with all like, you know, charging for like the charging for shit that used to be basic in like games when we were growing up, like, Hey, you know, in like street fighter five or whatever the newest street fighter is like, Hey, you can have like palette swaps or alternate customs. They cost you like two bucks each or whatever, or a dollar each, you know, back in the day in the arcades, all you had to do was press a different button at the select screen. And you know, here's, pen with like a green ghee instead of like a red one or I don't know what the fuck. So it's like ugh they just stripped down the games and like charge you for like all the shit they took away from it. It's like ugh. but that's that's just the landscape nowadays. It's just how it is unfortunately. Like at least in my brain. like it's like that's ugh, just get off my lawn already. That's my peeve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this has been your pet peeve minute. All right, so uh, moving on, we're going to do some promos if anyone has any.
2: Yeah, I actually uh, have a little thing to promo. Pretty cool. I have a story and a new anthology coming out. It's called Slay, Stories of the Vampire Noir. It's really, really cool. It's an Afrocentric, uh, vampire-based anthology. There are 28 authors involved. One of them is little Omi. me. Um, definitely in some really impressive company. That makes me feel like maybe I I have no business being here, but hey, I'm here, so yay, um, Imposter syndrome. Uh, but yeah, so this amazing anthology is coming out uh, this October. I think it's actually October 13th. I could be wrong on that, but you can pre-buy it right now on Amazon. If you look up Slay Anthology, you'll find it. It's this awesome, sexy picture of a black woman with a killer fro and a even more killer samurai sword and And uh, it's really, really going to be something special. Um, But yeah, so pretty cool. Very excited about it. And I really hope you guys check it out. Definitely look up Slay. And if you're into paperbacks, actual physical copies or hardcovers, they are coming right now on, uh, I keep getting this question. I think this is what everybody has said so far. If you go onto Amazon and you do the pre-buy, it's only for Kindle, but that doesn't mean that it will only be for Kindle. What it means is that Amazon is still dumb with their pre-buy stuff, but that's just how it is. So be looking out for that. If, uh, if that's your bag, uh, I think it's October 13th. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Nice. Very nice. And the cool thing is
2: my, my story in that is actually, I should have said this. My story in that is called no God, but hunger. And it actually ties into my novels. So, that story takes place directly before the events of my first book, The Bone Eater King. So if you check out Slay and you like the story, maybe you want to slide right into The Bone Eater King. No problem. Bam. It's, it's already out. It's already out. Enjoy. That's nice. all. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, done. I'm
0: done. I'm done. Nice. That's awesome. I can't wait to, to read that. We are. All right, so I have a YouTube channel called Nintendo 25 and on my channel. I do mostly unboxings and I do some Vloggings and all that fun YouTube stuff. Um, I also have my own merch Um, I think that's on the T public website just look up nintendo 25 and yep. all my stuff should be there yep, um, public yeah so i also think the Donald, home
2: of the retro redoctopus swag as well the,
0: ex- yep exactly yeah. um so buy your buy our stuff give us your money <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh so i think with with my channel I, i'm thinking about like changing things up a little bit i don't know if i'm gonna like keep doing like pickup videos or whatever i want to try to make things a little bit more interesting. I don't
1: know. Just do some put down videos for a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just put people down, you know, cause that's what sells apparently just trash people yeah. on the internet. That no, is... no. I mean just putting objects down on, on like surfaces. And... Oh yeah. I mean, like I mean, start I...
3: filming when you've already started holding something and just <laughs> film <laughs> just... <laughs> you putting it down,
1: <laughs> putting like, down this uh, game. Yeah. Uh, here's my boxing video. Well, like, that, that, could like a... that, no, that could be like a, I mean, a... I'm, I'm boxing. You unboxing. Up. That
0: could be like, that could be like, like one of those meme videos
2: i picked this up and put it down.
0: That's like that's like three, uh, 30 seconds long.
3: Or you just film an unboxing video but upload it in reverse.
0: Dude, <laughs> yes. That'd be amazing.
2: You're cool to the uh... bloody market, I'm telling you. You will. <laughs> Sean, thanks for coming on, buddy. Do you want to promo anything? Uh, yeah, just uh, my web uh, YouTube
4: channel, 8 biglitch 7901 Word. Again, uh, unboxings and... Uh, VGM unboxings, pickups right now. I'm expanding the channel into some other other things, uh, some reviews of products of that nature. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So if you like video games and collecting and stuff like that,
0: check
2: it out. Awesome, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining us tonight, man. That was really yeah, fun. Dude. Yeah, dude. Thanks
0: for being here. Yeah.
5: Yep.
2: Thanks
0: for inviting yourself on the show. I mean, thanks for just <laughs>
2: uh,
4: accepting my invite. I yes. just got myself right in there. <laughs>
1: yeah. All you right. can come in whenever you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes.
2: And uh, you know, that was a that was a great episode you guys all did with um Amaga Gamia. I mean uh retro gamia. Retro gamia you guys yeah. did the awesome super duper Mario episode with uh oh, yeah. J Love and uh and Ian Wallace. Our boy yes. uh, our boy Ian Wallace. Our Am- boy a- wonderful. Man. He's our boy wonderful. He is our boy wonderful. We love that guy. And uh,
3: And he's not a man wonderful because then he has to pay taxes.
2: (laughs) That's That's true. Like, why are you the man wonderful? He's like, I got to pay bills and taxes. I don't want to be a man. (laughs) 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 That's the answer Oh, my God.
0: Thank you. So, you guys.
2: So, Retroids out there should go check that out on Nintendo 25's channel. Retro Gamia, Super Mario, Dupa, What's it called? Super duper Mario Mario
0: show, Show, which I never actually say in the video. (laughs) So (laughs) So I totally forgot. All right. So that wraps up the episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, we certainly hope you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up. Awesome. If you like what you've heard, please hit that little subscribe button and like us on Facebook and Twitter. As well as being part of the Ame VR Podcast Network, Rutgery Dogbus is now a full-fledged member of the Dorkning, which we have been for the past year. So if you get a chance, please check out these amazing shows like The Wicked Horror Show, Throwdown Thursday, and That Strange Show. I have been your host, Nintendo, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast.
2: Well, I'm keeping all this. <laughs> the only part I'm not keeping is when you said, I'm going to the bathroom. And then this part where I talk about you Where you talk
3: about the bathroom. That
2: you're going to the bathroom.
3: Okay.
5: I mean, you can keep all of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
2: going to. I'm for sure going
5: to. Okay, good.